they, we were having a. Uh, that'd be good. We'll start. It's a little early. Nah, go ahead. Yeah, nah, but like you had um, that's like, did y'all watch that that episode with uh Seinfeld and, and Eddie Murphy? Yeah, on, uh, comedian comedian the car. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. and he was like, because people have so many options, there's a lack of greatness. Yeah, that, that shit was so deep, yo. That, that one, that one stuck to me because it's yeah. like your mind is all scattered all over the place. I'm going through that right now, where it's just like just focusing on yeah. Maybe even one or two things, but yeah, it's just so many things to do. Yeah, because yeah. like the, you guys have the podcast, and like I have mine, and it's like I it for like we were forced to be like, look, all right, I, I want to do this because it seemed like that's what you're dealing with scatterbrains. Yeah, everybody's all over the place, yeah. and you, like gotta you gotta keep. I gotta, gotta, gotta keep put my foot somewhere and like yeah, communicate with these people because there's half the world that doesn't know about this, and then now these people like podcasts or whatever <sighs> it is. It's like then you got the people that are like. Uh, popular from social media then they'll try stand up and oh. it's just like that and then they have not. a following so they're gonna get the stage yeah, time they and can, now yeah. you're they you're can pack tr- out a club yeah and you're trying to maneuver around well you know i'm really fine tuning this thing and they're like <laughs> yeah it's, it's like a youtube it's, it's like a if, i wonder if plumbers go through this because they have youtube <laughs> plumbers <laughs> and they get all the bookings how to <laughs> and you have you had this motherfucker who he is so busy doing plumber shit that he doesn't have time to make youtube videos and he's oh, like man. yo I can really do a good job. Now, fuck you. This guy's got 8 million followers. This dude tells me how to do half the shit. It was like, but he looked it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. You know it was like, word. It's like, I, I wonder do, if any other industry goes through what we go through. I do that with my car. Huh? What? With your, oh, you go to the... Yeah, because uh, you've you been look it up Mr. Fixing it on your I look, car I mean, you, yeah. you, save, you save so much money. This is old white dude on YouTube that he does videos and it, it, he, he tells you, about. you know, yeah. he talks like this <laughs> and he has the hands and he, he's like, like a white Cosby. Oh, he's like, hey, when you watch him. <laughs> yeah, and if you check Cosby. the oil. <laughs> well, uh, today, today we got... We got Ibrahim Khalif. Ibrahim oh, yeah, Khalif. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so used to it. No, 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 no. It's fine. We, it's we, on us. It's, we're, the, we're fucking up as hoes. We, yeah, oh, we always do But this. I'm also used to on my shit. Usually, I just start. Yeah. And we no, just no, be no. talking. That, that's, how, that's, how, that's how I start. Yeah. And then I find I find a part to be like, all right. <laughs> this is what the fuck we yeah, talking about. No, because the first three episodes, I did not introduce We know about I think the first episode, it wasn't until the end. It was until the end of the episode. I was like, wait, we don't even know who the fuck we had on it. I did not introduce not a soul. At all yeah. until then, I was, I'm gonna tag y'all in the shit, man. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> now we got we got Brooklyn. We got I said Brooklyn. We got Newark's fi- uh, finest, Brick City, Brick Brick City, City all day. Brick City Red Man. Yeah. So uh, Prince Street Project. How you? Okay. I have yeah. no idea what these Shout places are. <laughs> and he's from Newark. I'm from this Newark. guy. That's why I really he speak don't know up. None of that shit. That's why I really speak up about that shit. Now. At least say Redman, nigga. At least front. No, no, no. Lord Hill. It's fine. Something. I forget she's from fucking Jersey. Yeah, she Whitney is. Houston, Dion Warwick. Whitney Houston, yep. I remember growing up back in the day, nobody wanted to claim that shit. Nobody wanted to claim Newark. Like, you, it's sexy to see Newark on the news and on TV and shit now. But I remember it was so bad being from Newark that we didn't even know what the weather was like because they didn't put our shit up. Wow. You see, now you look at Newark, it's 85. Nigga, no. We had to use New York City's weather. <laughs> really? It's 76 there. Nigga, I guess it's 76 here. But Newark is a major city. Huh? It's a major city. But though. they didn't yeah. give Newark any, pl- n- nothing. If you, n- 
you didn't know what the fuck was going on in New. I went through that shit when I was in Carolina because the town was so small that we just relied on Virginia's news. Yeah, oh, but, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, nigga, we're a major Mills. American yeah. city. You didn't see Nork on TV at all. That's bad. Even Damn, like, and that's why we hate New Jersey Drive so much. Really? Yeah, hate it. Like anybody who grew up in that era, you hate New Jersey Drive. That was the a moment, carjacking movie. Yeah, because if it, the moment you hear Avon Street. You out. I, I checked the fuck out of that movie. I'm like, fuck this movie. <laughs> they didn't even film it in Newark. They filmed it in Jersey City. Like, oh, shit. Parts of it was filmed in Jersey City or somewhere else. But, like, Sharp James didn't even want them to film the movie there. And it was the stolen car capital of the fucking yeah. country. Damn. Of the world, actually, I think, at one time. But I know what, the country. What year, what year was this? The 90s? This was in the 90s. 90s this was 90s, in the yeah. mid-90s to the early 2000s. Niggas was yeah. jacking cars. Jacking, yo, and making, yeah. and making cops look dumb as fuck. Yo, if if NASCAR really wanted to diversify back then, my nigga, yeah. they could have came to Newark and got yeah. them drivers. It was hood smart. Word up, yeah. bro. Hood NASCAR, hood Indy. You, they just you had, they just stripped the car you down. You had Al a nigga in. <laughs> <laughs> like my grandmother called my grandfather one day. Called, she called him asshole Andretti. <laughs> like he was down, he came to pick me up and he's revving his truck. She's like, check out asshole Andretti over here. Why used to Why used to like go to sleep like. Well, try. Well, I was trying to like fall asleep late nights, and when I was still in North, I would always hear a car speeding off somewhere in yeah. the distance yeah. all the time. Yeah, all the time off. Look, like, you you learn to get the will being from Newark, man. Newark is Newark is a different animal altogether because we we're like right in the middle. It's like we're at the blind spot of the Northeast. Mm. Like people know about Jersey, it's, but it's yeah. country. It has a country feel with a New York attitude and swag. You know what I mean? And then you, and then Jersey City is like our little cousin that they want to be us, mm. but they're just not. I got you. I <laughs> you know what I mean? They they take the thug. Oh, you're from Newark. It's, it's not the it's same. Not, not yeah, because they, they're still kind of like. Is it, it's still kind of so New York. They're, they're so close to New York. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I, I have a. It's been it's been recent that I've. I just click with people from Jersey immediately. Same. This is when I was yeah. still in North Carolina, and as soon as I found out somebody was from Jersey, I just start arguing with them. That's what so happened with me and him like, when we first met. First, <laughs> I'm in this nigga car, and he bring up somebody bring Maxwell. up something about Maxwell. I was like, he all right, and then I almost pulled the fuck <laughs> over and threw him out. <laughs> You mean <laughs> Maxwell's just okay? No, you was like he's overrated. He said, did and I, I really, was like, did I really what? say that? Yes. Oh, and I was like, what? And I was driving, and you know how like you piss somebody off, you get that hump in your back <laughs> when somebody piss you off while you driving. I just and I was met, like, what? I the just, fuck? I just met. <laughs> and he him. just met me, and I'm all, I'm already just. Talking. Then he's like, you know how Rod is, like he's got the hoodie on, he's all stoic. Yeah, <laughs> that's winter. That's winter to Rod. That's yeah, yeah. Like he's just, he got the shoulders out now. Yeah, yo, his shoulders. <laughs> now he's loo- foot loose and fancy free. Yeah. Somebody told me the other day. They was like, I don't think I ever seen you in just a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you. It's funny because you went to California. He took a trip to California with some comics, and he's like, "Man, it's nice, man. It's like you know, it's hoodie weather." And I'm like, "What? Like what temperature? It's like almost like mid 70s." I'm yeah, like, "Nigga, you wearing a hoodie in like 70s, 80s weather?" Because because it had a breeze the whole time. There was no fucking. Humidity. <laughs> well, you know what? He he was down in North Carolina, and that humidity is a bitch. That when we were yeah. down there, yeah, I was yeah, chilling. It was, I was, thick. It was <laughs> that humidity they, was as thick as yeah. they white women. They <laughs> <laughs> white women. They down had there to, my thick. aunts had to fight me here to turn like my fan and AC on. I was like, I'm good right now. It's not even that hot. Like yeah. I'm just I'm just Nigga. chilling in my room. It was like if you don't turn this damn yeah. fan on. Yeah. 
North Carolina, that shit's oppressive. Like, yeah, it can. Uh, <laughs> that fucking heat is oppressive. It, it really Ooh. is. It's fucked. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty bad. It's a weight. And, you, it's and you're from there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, like no, it's hot. It's, it's, yeah, it's hot. So y'all got that fan on yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> even man. for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, we would have did this upstairs if I hadn't already set up everything. When I was just like, it's too late now. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we we'll make this quick. We're making. I think we're making it a running bit now that we just we just change locations every. <laughs> we've done this in like five spots yeah. but it's cool it's it's it's, it's i seen y'all had that one time it was like that shit that folds out that the your show grandmother shit. gets yeah, yeah, the yeah that, they, the that your grandmother gets dressed behind yeah, and shit the, like, room divider yeah yeah, yeah I, the I got, partition i just <laughs> I got <laughs> I got that from a, a strip club that was liquidating. <laughs> <laughs> so there's cum stains on it. Yeah, <laughs> cum stains. yeah that there, explains the whole there thing. Is, there yeah, is yeah, one little a, break in it that's like, it's usually off camera. You don't see it, but I'm like, yeah, somebody punched somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, I almost bought, I was about to pay, I was about to buy two of them for like a hundred, over a hundred dollars on Amazon. And then I was like, let me just check fucking Craigslist. I'm in New York. Let me check Craigslist. And it were like three listings for specifically HOG. One of them was like way out there, East New York, mm-hmm. and the other one was like in Midtown for like twenty hours. So damn, yeah, yeah. Uh, you came, you came off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, it was yeah. more ways than one, my nigga. Fit, fit, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good, <laughs> fit in my car and everything. I oh, was yeah. like, all right, cool. It's yeah. a good aesthetic. It's good because we we um even though like we touch on like we can get either into like nerd culture, anime shit, but we we like to talk about uh, anything like for some reason we like Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Vice versa, too. and if we feel like we've kind of touched each other in some way, like like Asian cultures kind of taking our that influences. Sounds really provocative, like, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> touched yeah. each other. So yeah. Pause. Like, pause. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, culture-wise, we've right, kind right, of right. like we've we've taken some hints from Asian culture, and they've taken some from us, but like breakdance, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hip hop is pure as fuck. Yeah. Any like anytime I see uh, Asian, like the type of hip hop Asian people are into, mm-hmm. no matter where they are, where Straight they're from, B-boy it, shit. it's B B boy, uh, boom bap, like that old, like classic hip hop. They Original. really ain't into the new they shit. They took it and ran so with it. Much. Yeah. 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 And anywhere you go in the world, they really they like. That's why artists. Like the roots artists, like Pharrell Monch, uh, artists that really he stays over in Europe. And yo, shit, yeah. they they because they fuck with the boom bap. They don't get with this mumble rap shit. Them too in tough. Europe, yeah, like yeah, yeah. them and like for some reason like Europe and just uh, most of the country they Australia. like Australia. They still nineties. Sp- they still spin records. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. They stay pure. Yeah, so it, it. I just wish we uh as as black folks, I think we I wish we we remained purists mm. to a degree because I we kind of take the American attitude to a lot of things. I think we've adopted that from our fucking, you know, being the tribe of Shabazz in the wilderness yeah, that is North America. <laughs> we, we adapted. <laughs> we adapted. <laughs> we, 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 we adapted. He had to let that out. had to let that out. <laughs> Yo, but we, we adapt, we adapt the white man's way he, he work. He, he do yeah, shit. Yeah. Like it's yeah. all, nothing. Think about it's it. In America, that, nothing. That constant, we thought, constant we thought that's how we had to do it. Tearing shit down some and putting quest, something something's new. Something's gotta be something. Yeah. There's new heights to be to be reached, yeah. and and it's and it's admirable because like it like we like it like the idea of like America like we keep trying we keep pushing, but, but at some point we it's get like rid of a lot of our some things are right and we shouldn't we should yeah we certain should, yeah exactly like and, and I think we as as black folks we don't hold on to enough of our core. Uh, core cultural, you know, things that affect us culturally. Yeah, re- respect and, what and came then, before us, right? And, and then just, just keep build that. from that. It's almost like 
all right, this is what's new, and fuck all the old niggas. It's like, yeah. now nah, you wouldn't have that without this, and we, I think we really did adopt that from American culture. Because, yeah. look, think about how many old buildings that get torn down that should still be standing. Whereas if you go into fucking Italy, that place is sinking. Yeah. Some parts of Italy is sinking underwater, but they will like, not tear a building nah, down because like, nah, it's their culture. Fine. It's yeah. their history. You know yeah. what I mean? Thousands of years. I think it's because this country's so new. Like, we don't think, we don't stop to think. It's like, it's only like 300-some years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, we keep we're in this constant state of like, all right, we did this, we, and now we now we're at a new level. Let's tear this down and re, yeah. let's recycle. But yeah, you're right. If it's like two thousand years old, like, let's yeah. keep this cathedral or whatever. That right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's yeah. like nah, we're gonna turn this into a co-op. In <laughs> 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 charge above market rent. It's like <laughs> motherfucker. I heard there's a house like in um in Brooklyn that has connections to the Underground Railroad. They t- they about really? to tear that shit down. Yeah, wow. uh, I think Eva was yeah. posted it. Yeah, it's like and, why the uh, fuck wouldn't you keep that? In uh in like uh, Wilmington actually there was like some sort of sewage system that they like cemented up. The, apparently there was I bet some, they like, fucking did in Wilmington. There was like too. a there was like well, a that's slave escape and, shit. But yeah, yeah well, and that's another thing where it's just like almost like they were trying to like churn over the bad shit that they did. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, what they're doing is they bring in slavery back and they they don't want us using those same all escape the exits. <laughs> <laughs> like let's cement this yeah. over. Yeah, they told, <laughs> they, told us, they told us. They told us how they got maps. around before. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's block them up. That's what they doing. Oh my god! I don't know. I'm a conspiracy theorist, y'all. Whoever's watching, I, I, oh, I, yeah, no, I, they I, trying I, to. I, I think I, low key. I think they were trying to. They were trying to g off with the, the Mexicans for that. The people hopping the border. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that might have mm-hmm. been what they did because it for me it still doesn't make any sense. In North Carolina, though. <laughs> I mean, it start it starts at the border, and then they just start shipping people all over, and then it's like yeah. free labor. So yeah, my thing is this: like we had a, we had a healthy like like Hispanic mm. population. Yeah, they were always. they were hiding out. Now they always in Raleigh. The they, you, yeah. well, hell, when you went to Raleigh for the festival, like it's yeah. it's very cultural. Like there, for surprisingly, right. you wouldn't think it be like this little landlocked, you know, North mm-hmm. Carolina town. But mm-hmm. yeah, we had like a. A lot of Hispanic communities just kind of like find their way in North Carolina and just hide out for a little bit. Like, yeah, they just like chill. They just chill out. Yeah, yeah. I work. I work with this uh, this woman from Mexico. Her name was uh, Cleo Dell. She was like four foot something. I don't know. She was mad, mad chill. Just because I just work and just shut the fuck up. <laughs> mad chill. She yeah. be showing me shit on Facebook or whatever. You can tell when a dude like is like. Digging a chick because he'd be like, I know her height a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I've been checking out. I was like, she about, she about five didn't, foot. He didn't size her up all the time. She was chill. She was chill. Nah, because like, just trying to paint a picture like this straight from Mexico. Yeah. Just. She's an unadulterated Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> pure. 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 Like the way she would talk, she'd be like, Un- and, uh, yeah. prehistoric Aztec. <laughs> it's like. It's like <laughs> God damn. She came with the little like the little ankles like little <laughs> ankle braces on and shit. You fucked up. Shackles. <laughs> you fucked God damn. Now nah, uh, she was, she was chill. She didn't she didn't fuck with too many other people. No. Yeah. And stuff. She was showing me stuff. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she we, was like, you are she's like, this nigga's on thin ice too. So we, <laughs> <laughs> we can relate. <laughs> I'm one ice visit, he's one traffic stop away. Oh, for real. <laughs> Both of us got out of here. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I got your back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not really. They just she just know that if they after him, she's good. Yeah. She's got to be quiet. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. That's interesting though, like conspiracy theories, and I, and it's it's funny because I feel like a lot of black people don't like we have our little conspiracies or superstitions, but we don't we're not really out about it. Like we, we it's keep hard it for niggas to believe. Yeah. Just one thing. Yeah. About it, there's always gonna be someone that's like, man, that shit ain't real. 
You, th- I think it's like a. I, it just shows that like we like to turn the stone over a little bit. We mm-hmm. like we don't accept stuff for like just how it is. Like we always have to think for like a second. Like maybe there's another side to this, or like they're keeping something from us. You know that sort uh, of thing. You plan? always, but I think that I, I, that was a very popular thing when I was growing up, mm-hmm. because I mean it was like my generation. You know, I mean, I don't sound, old, but I'm old. I'm getting old. So my, uh, I mean, in in with social media and stuff, the the, the generational you're divide, Gen X, right? Huh? You're, Gen, you're, Gen you're Gen X? X? I guess. I'm 36. I don't know. Yeah, what you're, that. you're That's X, Gen X. Yeah, you're so X, yeah. my, genera- my generation is one. I'm the first generation of the Black Power Movement. <laughs> so a lot of what I went through growing up was they were filling our heads with what, what came before, which was we knew the Negro National Anthem. We had to learn about Malcolm X. I, led the, I read the autobiography of Malcolm X when I was nine, read it again when I was 12. Damn. You know what I mean? Watched yeah. the movie when it came out, on bootleg and at the movie theater. <laughs> like, you had, and then, yeah. and then that was, the, that was the, the, the major peak of black creatives like John Singleton. Everything that the young, this newer, younger generation are, is nostalgic about, we grew up in. So it's mm-hmm. like, I remember John Singleton dropping at the Hughes Brothers, um, Spike Lee, when he was at his peak. I was a child. When Do the Right Thing came out and all of that, you know, Mo Better Blues. I watched all those movies because it wasn't so much. That, and also back then you had it where whatever your family watched, you watched. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you watched things as a family. So I watched comedy with my with my parents, with yeah. my, you know, my grandparents, my uncles, my, my mother, all of them. Yeah. Um, I watched these various movies and stuff like that. So even if I didn't understand something, my parents could shape my perception with some context. So if I hear something, I go, yo, that was funny or that's interesting. What's that about? If my mother didn't know, she'd tell me to go read about it and go mm. look it up. And it forced me to go and research what I was watching. Or if a joke happened in a comedy special, I would go, all right, that sounds funny to me. I would laugh. But then I would ask my what did he mean by that? And then my mother would explain it to me. So that's the big difference between what we have then and what we have now. Where it's just like you can watch this by yourself, make your own opinion. And make your own presumptions. And then now you also have a platform for you to tweet to the world that this is what I think and this guy is toxic and blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like... And if you got a million followers already, already, And now you have a lynch mob. And now they all... this outrage culture. And it's really... You're not equipped to handle... Like we had this situation like recently, the comedy community with the Dina Hashim thing. Yeah. yeah. Which how do you... How do you how do you feel? I think we talked about it briefly. Great fucking joke. Funny as shit. Like, great like, fucking joke. Yeah. yeah. Because... And the thing is, is that what people only saw who are not nuanced in comedy is the fact that she mentioned Triple X... I just I don't know how to pronounce his name, but triple X. That's part of the fucking joke. Yeah, it's part of the joke too. I don't really know how to pronounce, but she pronounced it right. Apparently, the fact that she says it and then it's like, of course they don't know who the fuck Fuck he is. is. Yeah, Yeah. because of the demographic she was in. And I told somebody, I said she said that. Is is anyone still mourning? Because most of the room was white and older people, so they don't know. So they laugh. And then when she said, you know, she gave the circumstances behind his death, and she said it was tragic. Yeah. But she said it's tragic, but also would be a good Venmo commercial. It's funny because yeah. it's like it's plain. First of all, it's her it's her style. She's deadpan or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what it, what everyone's outraged behind it made me see that there's a lot of people who don't understand humor. She didn't say that what happened to him was the joke. Yeah. Like she didn't say he should have had Venmo. She said the circumstances made her think, "Damn, I should get Venmo." Yeah. Right. which shows that a corporation would exploit his situation to pr- to promote their product yeah. because Venmo promotes what? Security, safety, without safe transactions, without having to go to an ATM or to a bank 
so that nothing like that happens to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they would exploit his situation for their gain. That's what she was saying in the joke, but you can't say all that in the joke. Yeah. So you say it and the she, way said, she said it. And she said it. She's like, that was my first thought. And she made it personal. It was just like, yeah. oh, this was something dumb that I did. And that's part of humor is like calling yourself out for the dumb shit you think. think about. And right. you tell this to people and they feel easier because like, oh, I think dumb shit too. It's like, yeah, right. that's that's weird that I said that. And exactly. it's like, and, and yeah, oh, I, I just think that as soon as people heard her say XXX, that they all, could they could immediately them, tweet about it. All them twelve to eighteen year olds just lost their mind. Yeah, yeah. they could admit because that's their that's their Tupac for some reason. Right, and I, and I mean like I I guess that's where I'm starting to feel like an old nigga because I'm like I don't I, I get it like I understand it but at the same time I'm like it's I, not even really old it's just that yeah. it's just stuff is 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 so quick now it's yeah. so much and there generational is, stuff there is yeah. no Man. build up to a person reaching that type of status like you got people like it was a chick I used to follow uh, yes Jules. White chick, yeah, I'm fat ass. Too, yeah. Who? <laughs> that's all she. I knew her for. She's a white it. girl with fat that's ass. It. And it's all of a sudden I saw that she was like this hip hop mogul. Yeah. And I'm like, how? Mm. She was a party. She, she was like a party promoter and party like Miami. Promoter. And then yeah. it's like she, she promotes these SoundCloud artists yeah. who has followings through SoundCloud. Yeah. And it's like she already I, had like a crazy great, following too. Yeah. yeah, they're this great thing and all. Then I go listen to their music. It's trash. And I'm like, but they have a following because they have a an outlet to get they their have shit a, out. Someone to amplify them, right? Basically, yeah and, yeah. and it's all it's really all hype. Yeah. Because you haven't gone through, you haven't gone through to pay your dues for you to like get scratched up and scarred in order for you to shine. To really it even so to you, really bring out your talent. You so it's kind of like what you're saying is like, it. and it's and essentially it's like the fact that you can make money off of it, because you know there's money being channeled through oh, yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that you can make money off of it overshadows the fact that it's like this is still art and you gotta art takes time right. whereas you can make money now, now so you can just and fuck the art fuck the art yeah and we can't when we can't uh, we have to be honest with ourselves is that when I was growing up that was kind of problem with hip hop was that hip hop had blown up so fast and got commercialized so much in the late 90s early 2000s when I was like a junior senior in high school is that you started seeing artists get put on and blow up because they had a market that was untapped, but they weren't that great of rappers. Mm. Like you had the you had the South, you had the niggas from had New Orleans, you team. had them, you had that whole Ja Rule and the, all of them. Yeah. The reason they blew up so good, so well, is because they were the first representatives of where they were from. Yeah. So Def Jam and them was gonna give them you, but yeah. but look, the same happened but, with the West Coast too, though. West yeah, Coast like in the eighties, technically, yeah. Because yeah, I know there was a lot of copycats of like yeah, NWA. But, but and look stuff how, like that. but but then but but then look at and a lot of those guys came up. They 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 was big for a while, and then they flamed out. But then look at uh fuck it, look at artists like Outkast, who's from the South, who they just focused on the art, and they've been around forever. It's the same thing with the Roots. Mm-hmm. The Roots have been around since nineteen ninety two. Forever. Black Thought is just now in the last three years getting the the, the respect that we all believe he should have got. Mm-hmm. When I was listening to him, when I was in high school, like, yo, this nigga thought is a problem. <laughs> oh, it's the band. It's the band. It's the band. They all thought of the roots. They thought of the band. Mm-hmm. They never thought of, this, yo, this guy's a lyrical genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He had the feature on other niggas' shit, outshine them on their own shit for people to go, yo, Black Thought's tonight. But yeah. it, wasn't, it took him to be on Jimmy Fallon. And to do a funk flex freestyle. Did he do a couple of Dave Chappelle appearances too? Yeah, he did yeah. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, did but Dave even Chappelle. then, Dave Chappelle shit was still kind of underground. Because remember, Dave Chappelle shit ain't popped till the DVDs came out. 
That's, That's true. Until he got all the sales from Chappelle's they, show. Nah, we like was, all, we all was all talking about that we shit. We liked school. We liked we were, school. Uh, no, but yeah. we were yeah. under... But still, it's school. It's a subculture. Dave's show, if you watched it live, when it came on... Not live, but... If on you TV. That, if you watched it on TV, it was a subculture. Dave's shit ain't really blow up until the DVDs came out. That's why Them DVDs were everywhere. Yeah. But before that, his show was, yo, you saw the Chappelle show? Because remember... The Chappelle show used to have mad commercials. Mm-hmm. It was it you would was. watch a sketch, and it was like five commercials in between the the first commercial break and the next one. And each segment was like that. Yeah. So you really couldn't get a handle on the Chappelle show. You really couldn't appreciate it until it got on DVD, and there was no commercials. That was crazy. How it was like almost like serials for a minute. It was yep. like really small. I do remember Man. that, and that would used to piss me off because he, he used to, to do an opening monologue sometimes yep. and then go and to commercial. Go to commercial. Then it'd be four or five commercials. Then Yo. the first. Then that he'll come back and oh, that was one yeah, of his yeah. reasons with Comedy Central is that they gave him no ad money mm, so he had did he have to pad it with commercials is that what it, or they just no they never money? shared any of the ad revenue with him that was one of his running jokes on the show in the first season shit. is when he had the white girl singing all this shit yeah that he couldn't say oh, yeah. that the white girl singing. Yeah. He said, and now we go to break he said uh, for ad revenue that they do not share with my black ass wow. he got none of the ad revenue even though he had so many commercials in between each segment. Yeah. But um yeah, it was like, you know, Dave was a subculture. You know, and Man. then now these guys are getting their roses. Fucking uh Black Thought, like I said, the roots rounds is ninety two. I showed yeah. the fucking uh Clayton Bigsby sketch of my grandmother and she yeah. was dying laughing. That's why I knew yeah. that show was the greatest thing ever. It was like it was it was so like that generational gap and it, she still found it. Yeah, funny. it so was yeah. it was cause Dave is a Dave is a student of society he's a conspiracy theorist he is i mean for you to think of some of this shit as a comic for and as a black man you have to tap into that critical thinking muscle you cannot take things for face value you have to think beyond what they how they want you to react to some shit you know what i mean i'm always thinking about like some of the shit that happens in society i always go all right this happens i they they want me to react a particular way but let me go beyond my feelings and see what actually could be behind. that turning over the stone thing. Yeah, yeah and exactly I think that's a, yeah, 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 exactly. Gotten, yeah, I've gotten just I don't know. I've gotten tired of skeptic. It's it just, it just not. It's it's to, it's to the point where I'm like, what was the uh, the Jesse Smollett Smollett thing? Oh, nigga, I knew when, that was. When I first heard about it, I was like, well, damn, that that sucks. And I thought it was just gonna be something that just blew over. And then that's why um, I knew that was. I seen I seen your tweet when you screenshot it. You were just like, nigga, they had. Bleach in a thermos? Like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, yeah. I said. Because I, I didn't even, I, I didn't, said, I didn't, I didn't read. Didn't even think about I, that. No, 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 because I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline. I was like, damn, that sucks. And so I just kept scrolling past on Facebook. Yeah. And, then, and then I was, wait, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> they had a noose? Yo, wait, I what? Put, <laughs> yeah, because I said, yo, they poured bleach on this motherfucker in the middle of the winter in, in Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> I said, did they pour that bleach on him out of a thermos? Because <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yo, no. Nobody I know who's from Chicago is out at that hour. Yeah. Once I started in the middle of a fucking snowstorm. snowstorm. Yeah. yeah. Once I started like seeing people their pains, I was like, yeah, that this makes absolutely no sense. This guy's out of his goddamn mind. Yeah. He really did. He say he was like gay Tupac too. Yeah. Something? The next night, like two nights later, I fought back. That nigga crazy. Yo, you are a sociopath, he's nigga. Crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they crazy. act like because he's he's a gay man that he can't be like they're gay men who are assholes. Like oh, you can be an asshole. I hope this people are assholes. People no, you, are you, assholes you. in general. Yeah. Like, but people's like, oh, you have to believe him. Why do I have to believe him? I, I don't. I don't. I don't have to. Like, I'm. 
I am allowed to be a critical thinker. And it's sometimes it's like people get the mob together before they actually think for themselves. Like it's more, it's more on that. Yeah. It's more on that when like black people like nowadays they be on like. Cause you can see the just clear divide, reaction. yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, nah, we gotta stick up for him because they black. It's like, nah, this nigga's stupid. Yeah, I can't. He can't represent us right now. Like even with the uh, the Dina shit, it was mm-hmm. uh, the the black comedian that was just like, nah, that was some bullshit. What what's the guy's name? Who where? Uh, oh, you talking about oh oh uh, Davis? What's his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, James. Yeah. Well, like he kind of spoke up about it. And yeah, and immediately just everyone like, jumped. Yeah, because that's what they do. Yeah. I mean that's what that's what's popular now. Well, yeah, I feel like there. that uh, was like uh, cancel culture and all that stuff. Where it's just like, all right, let me, let me. This will get. And I feel like it's like, are you really concerned or? Do you think this is going to get you views to your own profile? Yes, and, it's and, like, think, and that's what people are thinking. They're thinking, oh, if I post this video of me, oh, like this is the worst thing I've ever it, seen. It, it's virtue, people are going to share your signaling. Shit. It's yeah. you want to be perceived as a good person in the eyes of everyone else because that, as long as you can point out somebody else's fault, you gloss over you being a piece of shit. See, I'm yeah. a pe- see if you a piece of shit, <laughs> or you know that yo, listen, I have flaws and you accept them, and that's what comedy is: is that we go on stage and we expose our flaws to these people. But people are so in it's people so want to be seen as good people or on the right side of history that now you go on stage and you say some shit that's true about yourself and about what's going on around you. Now I'm offended. And I'm offended, and I'm not really offended for what you said. I'm offended because I can be, and I'm gonna make your life a living hell have because had, I've been offended. Have you had somebody speak up during your set? Yeah. Where like not even just say offended, they was just like, I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Mm-hmm. It's. Yo, the other day. It's, it's hilarious, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, this is so fucking weird right now. Why? Yeah. Are you, why are you talking? <laughs> and this is the funniest thing to me is like comedy is the only, comedy is the only medium. Where people feel like they have the least to say that. Like, comedy's the only one where someone, could, a, a woman or a guy, can sit in the audience and go, you could tell a rape joke, and they go, I don't wanna hear that rape jokes aren't funny. Oh, well, it's like, but you would never go to a poetry slam and tell a poet, I don't wanna hear rape poetry. Yeah. And there's millions of rape poems. You know what <laughs> You would really? never heckle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you ever go to a yeah. poetry? It's, it's always about sexual assault mm-hmm. or some type of abuse. That happened either to them or that they witnessed. Yeah. Oh, so all these people, but, a lot of people need to start doing poems instead of comedy. Because that's the place to vent. <laughs> that's pretty much what they be that's doing the, that's when you place, go to New York. Yeah, like, yeah that's the place to vent. Yeah, yeah. it's, hi, no, I'm it's, such and such. And then, exactly oh, great. And I have anxiety. Oh, yeah. no. This is the craziest <laughs> shit I saw at a, at a, at a show. He says, uh, uh, who suffers from, he said, who in here suffers from anxiety or, who, or is an introvert? And everybody was like, yay. I'm like. Do you really have anxiety, motherfucker? They don't. Like, yeah. they don't. that's a, another thing. How we flipped it. How being depressed is cool. Like, yeah. all these every time, all my feet. It's just I'm so depressed. Ha ha ha. And this, I'm like, that's not fun. good. This like, shit's go, not fun. It's go, not get, fun. go get help. Because I'm depressed, yeah. and I and I and I actually Dude. avidly seek like help. I don't post. This is funny that I'm laying in bed eating pizza all day. So I used to do that for yeah. five years of my life, and I'm like, nah, I ain't doing that shit. Hey, no but more. you didn't post it. I you didn't just, post it. I just, you just did, did it. it. Yeah. I just got fat as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm you know? suffering in silence. <laughs> I'm <laughs> suffering. <laughs> like, like, like it, it's, go ahead. No, no, but it's just weird to me how like that's the thing. It's like like either being angry about shit or being depressed is cool. And yeah. I'm like, no, it's D- not. Dude, like, I've, I've been going through, weird. and I'm not saying I'm just saying because we're talking about it. I've been going through a depression for like three years. And the way I look at depression, and I joke about it a little bit, I said the way, because of my age, I've gone through a lot of traumatic shit, 
growing up and in my life that, and as black people, we've been, uh, you know, to me, I think you should have a like tougher skin to do because you grow up with the thing. It's like, yo, no, nobody gives a fuck, especially a black man. Nobody gives a fuck how you feel or what you think. So it's like, I always look at depression and anxiety is, is like, or whatever they, they want to classify it now as mental health or whatever. I think you got to go through some fucking years. You know what I'm saying? You got to binge. I look at that shit as once you start tapping into, yeah, I'm depressed, is it's like a pension fund. It's like, <laughs> like nigga, I tapped into my shit. I, did, I went through 33 years yeah. of some shit, and then I tapped in and went, yo, you know what? A nigga might be depressed. Yeah. Because I went through 33 years of trauma and subduing some stuff to go, you know what? I think I'm going to go talk to somebody, or I think I need to handle this. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I had, like, in a three-year span, bro, I got I had medical situation. My mom's passed away. All types of shit start happening. So it was just like that on top of everything that I had been through. I was like, you know what? Let me let me let me go file for retirement on this pension fund, and I'm gonna tap into this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tap into this anxiety I a, I pension break. fund, I and, I, and I start yeah, and yeah. I started you know going through what they call now self care. It's like this yeah. thing that it sounds fucking. Isn't it corny to have it, a label sa- for everything? Yes, it is. Yeah. I for feel every soft little as shit. thing, for yeah. every little so, thing. So like it feels soft as shit, but it's like that's what you kind of got to do. But like you got like these young motherfuckers who ain't. You ain't went through shit. You, you just 10 bored. Years, you like just you bored 15 years old no, talking about you just yeah. bored. That's all it yeah. is. And it's weird because it's like, oh, you went through your first heartbreak at 19 and now your life's over. It's like, you, we're going to live forever at this point. You know, medical science has gotten crazy. So you're going to be 100 and this is what you're going to care about like right now? Right now. You while, got a lot while, more to yeah, go through. While you posting about it ain't helping anything. I think, like, I think, like, I think some of it comes from, like you were telling me before, that uh, it's like everything's built. We kind of don't need anything new. We don't need any more iPhones. Yeah. Uh, we got we got good buildings. There's this pretty land in the middle of America if you want to build some new shit. But mm-hmm. like, everything's pretty much done. Everybody's nostalgic about everything. They just keep going back. Uh, what media they just keep taking from. That's my what came before yeah, us, my and like, like it's, just, it's my, yeah. my like my like I guess my not conspiracy. I think I think that's why everybody's depressed. That? Everybody's depressed is because it's like well yeah because like we've, we we kind of did everything right. We now. peaked. Like we mm-hmm. we've peaked like. Techn- either they're holding the technology that we need to go to the next level, or it's just we hit it right now. Like right. this is this is like we're able to order, anything. and they don't know, how, and they don't know how to break it to the public. <laughs> so they don't know how to break. It. Nah, like, they oh, don't. Guys, this is it. This, this is, is it. it. Hey, hey, you hey. can order like any food from anywhere yeah. and have it given to you. Like that's nuts. And you can have it. You can speak to a box with a lady's name, and she can do whatever you want for her. It's, like that's it's, fu- it's, that it's, is a, it's a whole it's a whole thing of conven- it's a whole thing of convenience and the fact what what builds character is the fact that you have to go through tough times in order for to bring out the best you. Yeah. And like you said, a lot of a lot of new age people don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like for instance. The, the way you are able to build a character and be careful about what you say and be responsible about how you think about certain things in the world, like we talk about critical thinking or turning over the stone, is the fact that if I had an idea about something or I perceived something a particular way, you had your parents there to kind of be the checks and balance between why you think a particular way. You get what I'm saying? So if I'm a sick 15-year-old me and I see what's going on in the world and I go, well, I think that's blah, 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 blah. I had my pa- I had my grandfather, my my grandmother, my mom's in there to shape my perception and like I said, give me some context so then I can have a more complete thought and opinion about something. Now you don't have that. I can get on my cell phone and just go, "This motherfucker is blah 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 blah," and now all of a sudden I'm I'm this pundit. 
yeah. <laughs> with all this insight yeah. and all the and really all I don't these, know shit. All these likes. And, and the shares. moment you tell somebody they don't know shit, now you're a hater. Yeah. You're you're toxic. You're all of this shit, and it's like, what are you talking about? So even with you formulating your own opinion and mind and character, it had to go through some checks and balances and some stops and some rough things. You, you know, a rough way to go, to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when people talk about bullying, look, man, bullying builds character. It does. It's your first and, adversary, and it's the and there there is just an undeniable fact that there are just shitty people in the world. That's just gonna happen. And they're they're not going to disappear. And they're never going to go away. You, you think you're going to go reprogram people. Because, I mean, like, we've all either experienced bullies or whatever it is. But it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like th- there are just shit dudes. There are shit mm-hmm. ladies. There are people yeah. who are just like, I'm going to be mean because there's either something wrong with me or I got something I'm dealing with, whatever it is. And it's like, that's fine. Like, I, like, I like, get it. Like, you maneuver through like, it. Like, I was talk- whatever. I was talking to my wife about this. And I said, you know how they're, they're making a, all these things about where it's almost like a regular, sh- a regular straight arrow guy has to like walk over these eggshells as to what's sexual assault, what's not appropriate, what's not, what's this and this. And I told my wife, I said, you know who don't give a fuck about none of that shit? Rapists. <laughs> <laughs> a rapist is just a rapist. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about your social landmines that you set up all around these obstacles and you can't. A rapist. Like, there are people who are just rapists. He cartwheeling through that Yeah, yeah. there are people who are just thieves. Yeah. They're, they're people who are just pieces of shit and they exist. And as much rules as you put up, rules of engagement that you put up and create in these yeah. safe spaces, there are people in this world who don't give a fuck yeah. no. about and at what any point, of that. At what point do you think that it came from? Because it used to be just like you knew this stuff to look out for that person or to like quarantine that person. But now it's like we're quarantining normal people. Yeah, where it's just like now everybody be, be, thinks that they that they're gonna be the bad guy, but it's like no, you're not a bad person. Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're not a bad person because those people clearly are because they do the fucked up stuff. Like right. you can tell because they you act know on you know impulses. why because they're shifting the responsibility from themselves and putting it on other people for their own safety. That's why, because you're not saying to yourself, the reality hasn't been put to people that there are pieces of shit out here who could harm me. What they want to do is guilt the pieces of shit that's out there into being, oh, you shouldn't be. No, but they are. Mm-hmm. And you and, and, and because you're shifting that resp- their blame to them, you're trying to absolve yourself of the responsibility of you looking out for your own self. You, you understand what I'm saying? So it's like if, or as they call it, victim blaming. Mm. Because if I get fucked up out here, if I walk out with my wallet in my hand and someone fucks me up, it's not my fault I walked out with my wallet in my hand. It's, it's their fault for wanting my wallet. Instead of us looking at it like, no, there's just thieves out here, yeah. and you need to look out for the, you know, of course they're pieces of shit, but you also are an irresponsible idiot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's where it comes from, where this whole thing, like he said, labeling everything is a victim blame. Blah blah blah. blah. It's like, nah, yeah, you're irresponsible. I have a thing about that world, like where they talk, you know, like they talk about like fat shame and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was just like, I wish somebody told. I have a bit. He's like, you should do this. It's like, nigga, I wish someone told me like, that you was fat. Yeah, nigga, <laughs> tell me. Don't be nice. Yes. No, he's like, because that's real love. Yeah. I was just like, you know, they're like, because I was I actually, I, what I did was I told him that I. I talked to some you of be, my childhood friends. How could you and be comfortable like, with yourself if yeah, you can't breathe? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> it was just like I, I literally I confronted some of my friends. Uh-huh. Like I just I was like de- dealing with depression. I, w- I literally talked to some of my childhood friends. I was like, hey, why didn't you like tell me that I was like like yo, why didn't you take me outside, nigga? Like we played Xbox for like three hours. Like right, why right, didn't right. you go outside? And it was like, oh no, like you know, like I thought you were just feeling yourself. Like nigga, I was eating myself. Like, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> like I was suffocating myself, and y'all ain't do shit. You over here? Like, <sighs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Cordero's okay with himself. Like, no, nigga, I can't breathe. No, like, like, if anything, it was the dudes, like, sticking in my head, the dudes who was messing with me that made me think, like, oh, right. maybe I should do something about right. it. Right. So it's like, people so should The bullies cared more about you than your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Cordero, we your fat ass boy. <laughs> hey, man. Look, and do you see them when you get older and they like, yo, man, I'm glad you did something about yourself. And that's the fucking thing. A lot of those dudes are like, oh, yeah, man, like, I see you. Like, you out here doing stuff, man. I appreciate what you're doing. I was like, thanks, dude. Like, my yo, friends ain't even fucking exactly. talking to me exactly. no more. Exactly. Oh, Cordero done shit. changed. Like, yeah. nigga, I got better. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fuck you mean? No thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like like one of the most influential people I had in my life that helped me get my shit together as a kid was a drug dealer. Dude, yeah. hit me up. I had a bad yeah. report card. Hit me up outside the projects. Was like was like, yo, your mother told me you fucking up in school. God damn. And he like That's he like yo right yo he like get your shit yo he said like, get your shit together. I'm gonna have you out here slinging slinging you know shit for me. Yeah. And he said you don't want to be out here. You scared to be out here? I was like I ain't scared. He said, but do you want him? I said, I don't want to be out here. He was like, all right, then. Get your shit right. right. Well, I'm going to have you out here. And that was it. And then I saw that dude later in the supermarket, like, shit, about six years ago. And I thanked him. I was like, yo, thanks, for, thanks a lot for that. Every time yeah. I seen him, I would thank him. You know what I mean? He was like a responsible drug dealer, too. Like, he had, he's a <laughs> drug dealer who had a job. A, and then oxymoron. Bro, he was responsible. <laughs> Nigga, I, yo, as the older I get, I have a greater uh, appreciation for drug dealers, bro. No. Like a greater, like I understand because of you know what was going on and shit like that. I understand what they had to do because I mean you had a society that was completely against you, stripped you of every fucking type of means that you could provide for you or yourself, and you're just trying to hold on to your manhood. Mm. You know what I mean? Because as men, that's what we do. You're not a real man if you can't provide for somebody. You know what I mean? That's one of the fucking. That's one of the prerequisites of manhood. It's like you want to provide for somebody else and protect. Other people. That's yeah. that's your shit. That's like D- that's you DNA shit. Yeah, yeah and if you don't yeah. do that, you're not complete. You're just a male walking around until you become a, a husband and father. Yeah. My nigga, until you do that, you're just a male walking around. That's it. Until you start establishing, like, yo, I'm gonna have kids and blah blah blah. Then you got motherfuckers looking at you like, all right, the lights is getting dim, nigga. What you gonna do? Right. Yo, yo, that fridge looking look kind of naked. Right. You know what I mean? So. Right. Yeah. He was. I have a greater appreciation for them niggas. Like even the, the dudes my mother used to fuck with. It's like I used to look at them like ain't shit niggas. But I'm like, but now I look at it like, damn, they really had nowhere to go to get get work. Yeah. Nobody was hiring them. You know what I mean? Like back then, like people don't want to look time, at that so shit. Of course, you turn to uh, what's what's yeah, there. Yeah. Something and, illegal or entertainment or whatever. Yeah, whatever and then the shit. fucking government was putting the shit in the. It yeah. was like. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, yo, all right, you know, I give these niggas a pass, man. You know, I give them a pass, like, you know what? Yeah. I was bitter and shit, like, oh, I'm going to be better than the... Yeah. Nah, these motherfuckers knew, you know? They they knew about the ball. I'm, I'm sorry to turn the podcast into no, this I shit, it, man. Hey, but, no, yo, this is, this is where it went. Nah. We're supposed to be talking about wrestling and some is, shit. The thing is that we needed this, we, we needed this <laughs> old nigga energy to, like, we were... <laughs> so, no, I'm just, like I'm just like glad, this, yeah. I'm just glad he ain't no, wearing his... I'm not old nigga, grown nigga energy, sorry. I'm glad he ain't wearing his black educated Muslim shirt. I was like, ah, shit, here we go. I'd have been telegraphing this shit. People would have turned this shit off. As soon as they saw that shit, they were like, yo, I ain't watching this episode. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, well, the whole thing about this is about, like, culture. And obviously, we talk about, like, either nerd shit if it comes up or whatever it is. But we just kind of talk about growing up as we did and then how we kind of adapted or whatever. Like, for us, we did have, like, a lot of us, we we were on that 
sort of like in between where, yeah, there's the kids who grew up on YouTube, but we grew up just watching TV. Right. It's like our mothers worked or like we were just out or the people we just, you know, we had keys to the house. We went home at four yeah, o'clock. Grandma right. At grandma's house, we sit and we're supposed to be doing homework, but we watch TV. So that's why we talk about that stuff. But like it's, it is interesting to know that like you had live versions of the the PBS people. <laughs> it's like, like instead of PBS, I know we had like the nigga on the street. who was like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Like, and then, uh, then, you, then that was reinforced by niggas like famous Amos and shit and motherfuckers teaching you how to read and Bill yeah. Cosby and niggas stole, you know what I mean? Stole, like, he yeah. stole a cookie recipe. Like he says it. Famous Amos famous stole that cookie recipe? He said he just looked on the back of some shit in a, in a supermarket and he just went home and made it. <laughs> That's some nigga shit I'm right pro- there. I promise and you. He made, hey. And he made it better probably. It was some like entrepreneurial class I took in uh, middle school and they Where? showed like a, a video a bunch Wait, of did some white people show you this video? Because yeah. it sounds like some white people shit. Like, yeah, he nah, stole the cookie recipe. Well, it's like, they didn't even set it up but it's like, he just came on he was just like, yeah, I just... I just looked on the back. Oh, he looked at, probably looked at ingredients. I mean, that's what yeah, everybody yeah. does. No, 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 no. Yeah, he just he just looked at ingredients, but he did it his own yeah. way. Probably he probably yeah. just looked at chips the whole. It was just like just made the cookie smaller. Uh, yeah, I put my <laughs> face on it. <laughs> Boom. Is no. his face on it? His, uh, I think his face. He is on was. It. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. He was on it. Yeah, at one time. Yeah, but I think he's, I think he sold the company, and he's from Nutley, New Jersey. Ah. My pops used to deliver his mail. Damn. Wow! Deliver his mail in Nutley. Jersey done dropped some some bombshells out here. Nope. No, it's plenty. It's plenty of shit. They yeah. would, but like we said earlier, they would never claim. Nobody really gave Jersey. They would say like New York, that. and it will say you know over the last Shaq, couple of years, well, Shaq just now start claiming. Really, not just now, but I like over the Shaq last ten years, yeah. Shaq has been like a Newark, Newark, Newark. But before then, <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts. And it was like San Antonio, Texas. Look on the back of his his basketball card. It used to be San Antonio, <laughs> Texas. Really, back, back then, yeah. And it's, wow. May say Newark now, but back then it didn't. Damn, I have noticed it because I, you know, moving out here, I noticed that there's there's small residual like, oh, there's this side, there's that side, but mm-hmm. mostly people don't care at this point. You think because that's a pot? Is this because it's like people from other other uh, places states are coming are here? Coming yeah, in, and, and they're like, oh, this place yeah. is nice. Like, coming here, what are y'all talking yeah, about? Co- yeah, like, coming here with their farm money. Yeah, <laughs> 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 slick bastards <laughs> <laughs> coming here with all that farm r- residue. We had a good residual money and we had a good crop last season. Yeah, yeah. not even the motherfuckers getting that those government subsidies for <laughs> not growing anything. Them chicken farms <laughs> or whatever. Them fucking yeah, you know stuffing that, eighteen thousand chickens in a coop and then getting yep, money like they got. Yo, a farm they're getting money shit. from the government to not grow nothing. No, Damn. you know what I'm saying. So you get government subsidies for not growing anything. Then your your family lives below the poverty line on paper because you know you're not making any money. So you can file for like fucking welfare and shit. And you can say, oh, we only grossed twenty seven thousand dollars last year. Right, right. But you get government subsidies and then you could you could fucking get loans against the land that you own. So think about what that land is worth on a farm. Millions. Damn. You can borrow against it. So you have equity on equity on it. So you could get free money from the government two ways and you can borrow money from the bank because you can sign a mortgage yeah. against your the loan the the and fucking then send, land you own. send your kids and then send your daughter so she can with a do rag on so she can be in an improv class <laughs> <laughs> go study, go and they can pay for her apartment over here <laughs> go study abroad in New York City slick York bastards City. yeah <laughs> fucking uh, I'm start calling them kidneys because they're transplants so I start calling <laughs> them <laughs> your fucking kidneys <laughs> 
come over here. <laughs> you gonna you gonna make them you gonna make them confused for real for real. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that shit. Every little Bushwick open mic I do, like, be like, "What's yeah. up, kidneys? What up, kidneys? Yeah. Kidneys? Yeah. They not What's even gonna know it's an inside thing. They gonna yeah. think it's cool. Yeah, they like, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't calls us kidneys. Is this some new things? Hashtag. <laughs> 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 I'm a little saying? thick. I'm a liver. Oh, God. <laughs> you got <a> white girl. <laughs> Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, ain't nothing worse than a white girl. It's just like, yeah, I got ass. Like, you don't. <laughs> Yo, my, one, of my bits, one of my favorite bits, one of my favorite bits, you don't no more. be like, hey. It's not a joke. He's it's like, he's joke. like, women out here with these high-waisted pants, uh, uh, it doesn't make your ass bigger. It just makes your back look longer. Oh, <laughs> that like, is hilarious. Like, That's fucking true. Like, yo. That's fucking true. Because they be poking with the angle, and it's like they pants are way up in their ribcage. Not, not even it's that. Just, it's just that. It's like, it's like it's yeah, cheeks pants. thick with the peach emoji. And I'm like, fuck out of here. <laughs> it's not. Got yeah. me. Yeah. That shit down, like low-hanging fruit. I used, to, saggy. I, used to, I used to have to because, like, I... It was that, and I'll say something else about women. Was like there was really no punchline for it. It was just a bunch of dudes being like, "Yeah, that's true." That's true. <laughs> we because we keep a lot of shit to ourselves. Like women be out here thinking they winning. It's only because we trying to fuck, so we keep a lot of well, critique to ourselves. First of all, is uh. The, the whole woman's moving and stuff like that. I'm really on some shit. I'm like, man, if you don't shut the fuck up. What, you, what do you mean? They walk like to other dudes that's like complaining about women. Man, shut up. They have naked walking around here. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> shut the you, sh- you fucking sh- about view. Yeah, nigga. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. Stop being a goddamn tattletale. Nigga, just keep being a low-key creep. and just, <laughs> just, just Chill. <laughs> fuck. She got a whole bush out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't follow on Instagram, be- do you? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't see her story like all right yeah, 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 yeah. keep talking that shit yeah like a dumbass yeah <laughs> what's uh what's something what's something uh what you what you watching what you watching now what's uh what's, what's, what you into what what media yeah oh, what, uh, what what are you consuming it, lately it, it well right be, now it gotta be tv it could be anything well i just went to go see one of the thing i did want to talk about was i you did said you're a tarantino wrestling. fan oh yeah, 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 yeah i do want to talk the the new movie i'm a tarantino fan um big tarantino so, fan. Yeah, yeah. and um i like the new movie did you see it yet i haven't seen it yet i'm about to uh, if you're a tarantino a fan you'll love it yeah. if the people who are the casual viewer won't like it but um, it's a long fucking movie like all of his, mm-hmm. and the dialogue's great. Well, like and three hours long. It's like two forty five. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay. like two forty five, and it's it's dope. It's a dope fucking like I love the way he writes dialogue, yo. And for somebody to make interaction between human beings that captivating is a fucking genius. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of um, if you really think about it, like Marvel, they're making a shit ton of mo- uh, money off of their movies, and there really isn't much character building no you know what i'm saying there's a lot of exposition that yeah. carries the character but in terms of like dialogue between like you can literally watch an avengers movie on silent yeah you can't yeah because a lot of what they're talking ain't shit until you get to the next fight scene it's like and then tony stark will say something funny and then that's it yeah kappa say some bullshit cory booker speech <laughs> And, and then you're on to the next, you know, inspirational motif, you know, <laughs> fucking. And then you're off to the next thing. Like, that's all he, he's cheesy as fuck. Yeah. So him and that's it. I mean, the only the only part of the whole Marvel universe that have actual good 
banter or, or character building where you have you're, you feel vested is the Guardians. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are like at least yeah. the least known. No, yeah. So yeah. they actually had to really create write a script, for write a script people. for yeah. them. Where yeah. I think I don't think they really write for Tony Stark since the first one. I think I think I they think just Ad-Libs, tell Robert Downey to go in there and just be Robert him. Downey. Well, because the story, the story yeah. was dead. This is a comic book. There's been like one or two. Iron Man cartoons. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I hated you could, the cartoon. You just, I, I didn't, I didn't mind it because like I got to see it in motion. Like I knew of Iron Man, but then yeah. I actually got I, to see uh, it. It was pretty I cheesy. Actually, though. I did think, yeah. the, I did yeah. think that Tony Stark was like black or light skinned for a while. Really? Because because <laughs> he's a little tan in the in the in cartoon the in the yeah, in the, the com- comics in the cartoon. Yeah, I thought he was like Latino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did thought he was too. Yeah, because he would have the the real slick. And then the goatee thing. It was the goatee that did. I was just like, yeah, real slick back hair, real sly. He looked like he was Cuban or some shit. He looked like he was a villain. On Miami Vice, like, oh, it's like, I, like when they was like, he had substance abuse issues in, in the car. I was like, okay, you can see that. Yeah, he looked like he owes some money for some keys. Like, that's what Tony Stark always looked like to me. But then they got Robert. I mean, he was a perfect uh, casting. Nah, I heard it. Dope, though. He, yeah, yeah he, was, he was dope he was as good, fuck. Man. I mean, they 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 surrounded it all around him. Now they're doing the same with him now with Spider Man. Mm. Spider Man is now going to carry the face. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna. And you don't like it. I haven't, I haven't seen. You didn't the see new the newest Spider- one? No, I oh, haven't. It's, dope. it's. I'm just, I'm just trying to space it out and like watch, yeah. like actual movies again. Cause got you, got you. Yeah, because it has I'm dominated. Burnt, I'm, yes, I'm yeah. just burnt out on Superman. On Marvel so, and yeah. shit, superhero it, stuff. Yeah, it, it is, it is like the thing, and you can tell it's not stopped many times. So. But that's also why another reason why I think people can't really appreciate, um, Quentin's new movie, because a lot of the movies are. And I was just talking to a friend of mine earlier today about this. A lot of the movies, and and, I, and you can also throw the new Rockies into this. Is that I'm a big Rocky movie fan. Like I don't give a fuck what we Come say on, about Creed, the, the new Creeds and stuff. I don't care what we say about white the white man. The fucking Rocky movies are national treasures. I don't They're give good. a fuck with I get nobody. I get hyped every time I watch Dude, those movies. It is yeah. fucking, but because you know why is because the Rocky movies have the same runtime as a Quentin Tarantino movie. They they're epics. It's like it, it's a slow build. You get invested in the characters. You you know you really become attached, yeah. and then it's like it builds, it builds, it builds, and then it comes to a crescendo at the end, where it's like that all that building is a payoff. The 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 moats, you know, the different um the montage of him working out yeah. and all of that that comes at a critical point. If you look at Rocky, all the Rockies, they're almost run like operas. They run like a classical opera. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like once you get to the final fight. You feel like, yo, we've made this journey together. Yeah. Whereas the Creed movies don't really do that. It's like, real quick, real quick, real quick, boom. The next thing you know, he's fighting for the heavyweight champion. World. I'm like, nigga, how? He was just a, he was just a middleweight. Yeah, he was uh, just fighting in Mexico. Last, yeah, yeah like, he was just fighting in Mexico. How? There was no real buildup for me to give a fuck about this kid. You know what I mean? Like, Michael B. Jordan did a job, but I don't give a fuck about Adonis Creed. Right. I don't. Yeah. I think if they were to show more of him as a child... And built it like that, the relationship between him and Felicia Rashad, and then how he was always temperamental and how she she had to nurture him. Yeah. It went literally from her finding him in the fucking youth center to then all of a sudden he has a well-paying job and then he goes down to fight to Mexico and he's yeah. living with her. It's like, I, I don't really buy y'all relationship. Like, I know it had to be weird for her to take care of her husband's side, baby. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what type of shit was going on there? I think they skipped over a whole lot of shit. And it's, that, movie, it's that it's that uh, and it's that attention span stuff you're talking about, yeah. like how people don't want to like because I, I I've tried to watch 
Like I, I, I do hang out with a few younger people and I try to like make them watch like older movies. Godfather, you know? shit like that. Godfather, these older three hour movies and they can't do oh, this is boring, it's boring. But it's like, but you'll sit and watch like all of Stranger Things. Like you'll watch the entire binge season in watch. a day. Yeah. You'll been watch nine hours, but you can't sit for three hours and like watch like real dialogue. Yeah, Where it's real, like yeah. I, I, that that always that always like confused me. But yeah, like Quentin, he does have a way of making it's I guess it's the way he shoots his movies and just kinda of like obviously the, the music way he writes choices. Them. He has a way of making boring everyday situations the most exciting Extreme, and intense. Yes. Like sitting like like Inglorious Bastards sitting and watching these people just play a card game. And it's just like this is fun. This is interesting. This this is kinda going nowhere, but it's really you're captivated. And then all of a sudden like in one second it turns serious. And you're like, how did that happen? I didn't even know how to happen. And, then, and, and now then, people about to die. And yeah, it's like how the it, fuck it, did it that it was something as subtle as the guy going three uh, three uh, like three this, instead of instead three of with his thumb. Way. Yeah. Yeah. And something as minute is that. It's like, yeah. yo, that's crazy. Yeah. But people can't, and that and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about comedy. It's like there's there's little new, with with social media and these memes, and with videos. What you have is that people think this is what comedy is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that shit is just low hanging fruit. So since they, the new generation, believe that this is what comedy is with viral videos and memes, they can't appreciate the nuance of building a premise. Coming to an angle, you know what I'm saying. Now me hit, get, hitting you with a hitting you with a fucking um what do they call it a misdirection, mm-hmm. and then you know something that's dark. Yeah. You really can't get it. It's, it's the comedy junkies, people who actually go to comedy clubs, who understand that. But that's the problem with them doing a show like uh, uh, Comedy Central at live at the you know at the cellar, the cellar this week or whatever. Yeah. It's too, because it's too you're quirky. you're pulling back that veil, and now you're exposing this to a person who's never been to a comedy club. And they'll never go. And they'll never go. And so now yeah. they're just like, what is this white girl doing? Saying anything joke? about this rapper. And, and yeah. not knowing any consoles. Like, go well, to she's, a club and you'll she, see why she's that She's in a comedy club. Uh, yeah. She's in a very well-known comedy club yes. in New York City. Uh, so she clearly is able to get booked there. She's been working there. She's, she's been doing, doing comedy for years. Right. So it's like she knows what she's... She's How not just she saying some dumb shit. How is she the right. worst comedian ever? She's at a place that you've never been. <laughs> Yo, and if you, that's, that's and funny, I had to, yeah. had this comment with somebody, I, uh, this woman I know, um, and she comes to my comedy shows and stuff, and she, you know, I'm appreciative of everything. But I told her she had something to say about her doing that job. I said I want to see you do three minutes, because I seen a guy go on stage with a good social media following, and they put him on stage. That's all do, of them to do stand up. <laughs> he's a social media guy. Did stand up? I mean, no, he didn't do stand up. They put him on stage. He was bombing. So he reverted to what he does in stand-up to try to get him out of it. Oh, the social and media. That didn't yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. What he does in social media. So he it, that didn't work. So then what he did was he started telling incriminating stories. I'm talking about naming names oh, about shit. a drug transaction. And they got him the fuck off the stage. They're like, yo, 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 chill, 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 chill. <laughs> and got him off. Because it's like, if unless you're ever in that position that we're in and we go up there with a game plan. Yeah. The average People person, think they think, think they can just get on stage. All right, go on stage and let's see what type of shit you're going to say to get you out of that bomb hole. See, you're I'm in off. that foxhole and now you got to get your way out. Yeah. You're going to start uh, shaming your mother, telling some dark yeah. family secrets. It yeah. just hopes to get a laugh. You know, or uh, 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 whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just like a little don't bit. let it. Don't let it be pitch black in there. Just, 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 to, just, just to for a feel. smile. Just Nigga, so... <laughs> Don't, don't let it be pitch black and that light shining in your and face. And you don't see nobody. You can't see shit. <laughs> you 
was just screaming into the dark. <laughs> For five minutes, for five minutes, it's the you, longest five minutes of your life. You hear like the bar sink clash in the Nigga. back. Oh, Nigga. oh, you hear somebody coughing this? Yo, yeah. I bombed in Philly the other day, Damn. and all I had was mean, <laughs> mean faces just looking back at me. Like it's like, but the thing is, as a comic, you just take it on the chin. You're a yeah. comedian. You're like, all right, it just ain't happening tonight. Yeah, you know what I mean. It ain't happening. But the average person, they can't do what we do. And they think, like, I've had people go, well, maybe she could have said the joke this way. I'm like, I want to see you yeah. go up there with that same joke and try to deliver it. Or any joke and try to deliver it. Yeah. I want to see you do it. You won't be able to. First first, get over the fact when you get on stage, like, your whole, like, everything's in your throat. Like, you're just like, oh, shit. I don't even, like, it's it's a weird, it is weird, like, especially because if you think back, like, the first time you tried it or, like, the first time you're like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on stage and do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you're anxious and you got a lot of anxiety, but you get through it. And it's weird to me how people can't handle anxiety, but that's what comics do. Like, like anxiety is kind of important. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's that weird struggle that helps you get to the if overside. My best, you, my best sense un- is when I'm on the edge. Yeah. If, if you understand it, it could be a great weapon. Yeah. Like in that uh, in that. Um, uh, comedians in cars were like, you got to be a little nervous. Yeah. Like, if you're not nervous, something's up. And it's just like, yeah, we get, we do that on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. we make ourselves anxious on purpose. Mm-hmm. Going on, so even when we're feeling like, yeah, this might go well, there's still that hit this, in the back this, of your this head. Might like, not. And, this and, might and not. And the moment you don't respect that is the moment you get fucked. Yeah, you know what I mean. But just like, we're, we're not to get off subject, but um, yeah. So Quentin, you know. A lot of people, like a lot of these movies, people are not appreciating now. And that's why we got like a lot of fast food media. It's like they just, and that's what we figure, oh, we're just going to take that. You know, it's leftovers. They're going to take that yeah. and fucking Let's rehash it, throw some, throw some spice on it and get that to them. And it's like, yo, dude, we've seen this. Like how many times are you going to remake Charlie's Angels? There's a new one coming out. Like, there is? Yes. Show or movie? Movie. movie. Another yeah. movie. There's of- nothing really original. It's like nobody wants to take. Yeah, they going they going brown it up like they did. Uh, they they redid charm. They redid charm, but yeah, with just like people of color. Like I'm like that's that's ter- that, sh- that show is oh oh minute when I first got here they did and I'm, that, I'm pretty sure it's probably gone. That show was that terrible. pisses me off. Where it's just like give people like a like a Jordan Peele an opportunity to make something new, new. with black faces. Don't just put black faces it's on something some that's old. Shit, yeah. Like. Let let these people create something new. Let people fall in love with a whole new set of ideas, ideas and characters yeah. that just happen to be black. Don't just put like, oh, what if we do this movie and make and they're it black? black. <laughs> it's like, with the same script, the same dialogue. Yeah, yeah like oh, my shit. If they if they do put a black person in, there, I'm just don't get me like, wrong. Nope, do it. Nope, y'all playing it. I want black area. Nah, nah, nah. It's <laughs> like nah, because it's just like like you playing it safe. Then you got yeah. an afro. Who's you got, this? You got your, it. Could just be mainly and specifically. I'm talking about like. Uh, It'd be shit like Power Rangers or like some type of cartoon. They would have a black character in it, but he would never just have a regular Caesar haircut or something. He always had the fun. <laughs> he, he had to be the blackest of the black. Yeah, he had to Buck <laughs> T. The, uh, the nigga, <laughs> remember the Burger King Kids Club? Burger King Kids Club. Man. It was like the promotion they had to like sell kids meals and shit to kids. Okay. They just did like their own like little cast of cartoon characters. Yeah. Uh-huh. All of them, all of them different. Like it was like a Latino kid in there uh-huh. and shit. And then the black guy, his, they all had nicknames that went to like a gimmick. So Latino kid, his name was Lingo, uh-huh. and he had like he, he had like pencils and shit on his like vest. <laughs> there was a black dude named Jaws. He's he's the only one with a top lip. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 
They had a little kid named Wheels. He was in a wheelchair and shit. Is that's it, yeah. I used to. That's I used funny. To, that's nineties, right there. Nineties. They didn't go fuck. I used to try to do that as a bit. It was no real punchline to it, but I'm because like those people want to see. I'm like, look at this goddamn picture. This is the dumbest thing I ever seen in my life. Yeah. He was the only one with just a top lip. That's why he was named Jaws. Jaws. Because <laughs> he dangerous. <laughs> but that's like also us growing up. Like and this kind of what I want to talk about too is uh, ro- wrestling. I grew up a huge wrestling fan. We had no representation on wrestling. Yeah. Now was it? And they, and they used to just throw a black face up there and they would chuck dog. and jive. <laughs> Oh my God! Booker T. Washington. Yo, <laughs> yeah. He was shucking job. Fucking, you had him. You had Coco Beware. Coco Beware. Remember Coco Beware? You had oh, um. Man. You don't remember Coco Beware? I didn't really watch Motherfucker wrestling. Had the parrot on his shoulder, yeah. and he would do nah. the shit. Little islands. Like, oh, yeah. I was man. I was after I was like right after like Attitude Era. Oh, you so do you? Man, I'm going back when I'm going back where you would have where they still had jobbers where mm-hmm. it would be Hulk Hogan versus. Todd Smith and he have a fucking <laughs> denim jacket on <laughs> and you this guy's about to get annihilated <laughs> in five minutes <laughs> on Saturday morning while I'm eating fucking King Vitamin or some shit. <laughs> I hated that fucking cereal. That it was, it was Lucky Charms without the marshmallows. Nigga, it was yeah, it was <laughs> it was no, it was Captain brown Crunch piece? without the berries. Oh, and shit. it was worse. And then you had that and you had kabooms. If your mother made you eat kabooms, she did not love you. She did not <laughs> fucking love. I hated that fucking cereal. But we like I would uh I would watch that, but we had no representation. You had fucking the Ugandan giant Kamala. Jeez. You had um um Ugandan and then giant. you had a white. Why'd they make them exotic? Like they had to be these like yeah, weird exotic parents and motherfuckers. Like, straight from the jungle. Or yeah. Shit. Yeah, you had motherfuckers like um then you had the white boy. Akeem the African Dream. You remember that motherfucker? No. That sounds familiar. He was a white dude who would dress in African garb. Kids take cloth and would And would do this shit. Like, he would (laughs) jive. He would speak jive and he would do this shit. Oh, man, yo. The most I got was just Booker T doing a spin rooney See, but Booker T, spinning. I remember when Booker T came out, they wasn't no shucking and jiving. They were just some big, scary motherfuckers. Like, you remember that clip <laughs> when, when he was doing the promo and shit? He was like, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, I was watching it. And, and, then, and, and then he clammed up. He's just yeah, like, yeah. Shh. And you see Sherry, like, it's okay. I said nigga yesterday. It's <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, he just looked into the camera and said it. Like, he immediately just pulled it up. He was he, like, he thought his career was over. <laughs> Shit. Yo. Shit, if I fucked up this check. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. But like, that's what but that's why I like but like when I first started like really watching wrestling again, that's why I was fucking with the nation. The nation of domination was yeah. the only Who was group that? that we had that was, huh? Who was in that? That was Farouk, <laughs> The Rock. Okay. This yeah. is when The Rock identified as black. Yeah. Like, you remember, I remember, I remember when, he fir- when he first came on, he had like the, he, he, he was in he the, was he, Samoan, he was Samoan, but he, he had like the. big when he joined the nation. Yeah. It was Farouk, mm-hmm. The Rock, you had Owen Hart, he joined later, you had D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry, and uh, The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yo, and, because before then, Godfather was Papa Shango, and he was, uh, uh, um, uh, what was it? The, the the supreme fighting machine. Mm. He was he was that before he was the Godfather. <laughs> then he joined the nation. He became the Godfather and shit. That was the first group of black men that you saw in wrestling who was That's motherfuckers racket. we could relate to. That's yeah. like what, you five know what or six yeah. of them too. Huh? It was like a whole group. Yeah, it was That's a like group. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think what they got now is is New Day. It's like New Day. Ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 look to me like emasculated black men. Like they big as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wearing pants. Like nah, man. I wanted them to turn them into the nation so bad. I'm like, look, yeah. the only way turn these motherfuckers into the nation. Like what I would have done is had because you know what's my man name Kofi Kingston. Kofi, mm-hmm. like, he was yeah. making this. Now what they could have did in wrestling is they could have really exploited because you know wrestling used to always be kind of provocative what i would have did was you have like this whole injustice the black people happening and all this stuff and people are divided on it and stuff this man ain't it. doing that shit this, but <laughs> if i was on the writing team this is what i would have did yeah i would have had kofi king because he's already over with the crowd yeah i would have had every time he came close to winning the, the championship something in some injustice would happen and he would never get it. And then the man eventually, would come out or he would, or it, Edge would send somebody. Yeah, something would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wouldn't get it or the New Day wouldn't get whatever. Then eventually what will happen is when he finally got it, he would then turn heel and then they would become, the New Day would become the nation. And they would be like, yo, fuck. And then that's how I would have flipped it. I would have built cool. it slow like that. Yeah. Had him win and have him turn heel. Because yeah. it, worked, it worked for The Rock. You know what I mean? So it was like, all right, I, I, that's what I would have did. But. Yeah, like, re- like we didn't have no fucking representation in there. And as soon as we get somebody, like, look at The Rock now. They they promote this nigga like a well-tanned white man. That's what yeah. <laughs> he's Mr. Clean. Like, yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm like, yo. I, d- I do. I can tell. I can tell there's, like, a, a publicist or some PR agent behind that. Because, like, when he's in his car, like, I have him on, like, Instagram. When he's in his car and he's gramming shit, it's just trap music. This dude is like, oh, he's like, he's just sitting in his big ass Escalade, and he's just like, yeah, he wants to let it out. Like, he yeah, wants, like, he wants he's, he's, he's trying. He's fighting. He's fighting. He's, he's, I used to have this joke where I go, I said, The Rock is always putting up inspirational quotes and shit. He's always sweating, probably from a long day of fighting his blackness. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, he's like, yo, this dude is, the, yeah. he's the he's the most famous black man in the world. <laughs> And we can't even, like, really accept him as our own because it's just weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird thing. Like, when he first was coming up, he felt like ours. Like, I was like, yo, this is the first black dude I could relate to. No, not the first. Because I would say Ron Simmons, Farouk, was mm-hmm. the first. When I used to watch him on WCW, I was like, yo, that's a black dude. I know niggas like him. Yeah. But The Rock was like, yo, this is the first one that's, like, yeah. huge. Like, he's on the level of a Hulk Hogan. Yeah, with that Rudy Poo candy ass yeah. shit. He was like, he oh, this catchphrase. He was rhyming. He was in that white He was in that white club. He was in that white club video. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. 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 It was like, yo, he was cool as shit. It was like, we finally got one yeah. that ain't a Kamala, ain't a Papa Shango, ain't a fucking boogeyman, ain't <laughs> none of this goofy shit. He's the rock. He's the rock, and he's wearing cool. Wearing a chain and yeah. shades with and then we, shirt. Yeah. What happened right after that? We didn't have him no more. It's like... One Scorpion King came out. And nigga, it was a rap. He, checks. <laughs> just checks. He was Palestinian <laughs> after that. He was like... <laughs> 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 the rock was Palestinian. He was... Oh, man. <laughs> God damn! Uh, nah, every time <laughs> he became the dome of the rock, he's Jerusalem. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> mastered out oxide, this motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all yeah, know what the fuck that is? That's Hell just, uh, no! That's a Muslim no. joke. <laughs> <laughs> no man, it's like that. And when he quote, like when he posts those uh, pictures of his dad and shit, you're like, oh, he's trying to let it out. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, gotta I gotta make y'all remember. I gotta make y'all remember. Because yeah. his dad was just just big. Yeah. motherfucker, yeah, like yeah with an Atlas. afro, yeah. yeah. Tony Atlas, like that's all you knew, like yeah. Tony, like they were 
they they're famous for being yeah. they're famous for being the first black tag team. tag team champions, but that's all you know about them because they were his father wasn't as big as Hulk Hogan, you know yeah. Tony Atlas could have rivaled. Hulk yeah, Hulk. if they if they had wrote it in right or if they had allowed them the the shine at the time, yeah, yeah. but they, they it, were, yeah, it was like yo we we so people don't really understand it's like it's the same thing with uh fucking a lot of we like a lot of different shit. They just don't like we don't have a race like I was talking about earlier about the race car drivers. A lot of our heroes and me and my wife was going over this uh, today because we watched the movie, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of my heroes growing up were white men. If you really want to think about it, think about all the media, all the heroes you've ever had was white men. Yeah. T.J. Hooker, Magnum P.I., Bruce Willis in fucking Die Hard, Chuck yep. Norris. Fuck the only person of color who was a, a major movie star who was an action star. For like Wesley Snipes for Wesley Snipes for a little while, mm-hmm. but before him, who else is there? Like, but I mean, talking about in our generation, because in the seventies you had Fred Williamson, Jim Brown. Yeah. I seen the Isaac Hayes you know, movie. Yeah. He was playing huh? the cop. I who? seen the Isaac. I think it was Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. Yeah, like one of those old ones. I guess he just did on his budget. But like, I'm talking about a huge star. Oh, other yeah. than like Shaft of or color. Yeah. yeah, Bruce because, Lee. Because and, and even even then, even in those times, yeah. they were still only popular in the black community, and I, they didn't have a lot of crossover. Like it was like, oh yeah, like. Like, yeah, Wesley was one of the first ones who sold out a superhero movie. Like, yeah. it's like people went to see that movie. But even before the superhero movie, Passage of 57. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Money Train. Money, Money train. train. You had shit. Like, he was in a couple. Yeah. And then, like you said, Blade came. But before him, for our generation, who was there? Nobody. All our heroes were white dudes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I kind of thought Hulk Hogan was a nigga because the damn tan he had. It was like... <laughs> Smoking guy, yo, he like my complexion. Yeah, he was for like, years wearing, <laughs> wearing a bandana and shit. Yeah, yeah. he was <laughs> the only the only nigga uh, the, the, to go to court with a do rag on <laughs> and win. Him and I was uh, uh, Macho Man. Yeah, <laughs> like tan in the motherfucker. Yeah. Like that's as close as you what you and got. Like, they would act on like ooh, they would just, like they be doing that shit. Be, like, yeah. It was like they popping and locking. They're like, yo, I know y'all. Randy Savage was that dude, yeah. definitely. He, yo, he was underappreciated when I was growing up. Yeah. Really, Randy? Yeah, was I mean, it? like when I, I think feel, back yeah. to it, yeah, Randy was that nigga. Yeah, that was a character in the hat. Watching any of his promos, now, yeah. that shit makes me just laugh hysterically. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, it's fun. His his all his promos was funny. So funny. But you didn't really get it the then cream as a kid. Of the you crop. Could... <laughs> the cream and then he had the cream the and then he put it on his head. He put it on his head. My shit was uh was was uh, keep shining my belt, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> that really touches me in the heart now. <laughs> like... But the first the first uh Spider Man movie when he's the wrestler. Oh, bone saw yeah, when he's bone oh saw. you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Got you, you know in here he, for three minutes of pain. Yo, you know he put out a diss album, a diss rap song that against Hulk Hogan. What? Yes. Uh, it is real. This, this, a rap song this, against this, Hulk Hogan. Did Silk the Shocker write it for him? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know he wasn't yeah. on beat. He said you know he wasn't on beat. <laughs> you know he wasn't on beat. <laughs> oh, man. Neither was Easy e though. So, I mean. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That, ooh. Uh, ooh, they had to walk too short it. either. To too short. I can't have it. <laughs> I know there's some Bay Area niggas that's gonna hate me, but yo, I can never get into that dude. Too short. Uh, it's like yo, but no. I don't know, man. Yeah, but we like all our heroes was fucking white dudes, man. Yeah, white men. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I did cling on the blade when that shit came out when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, because then, it's the first motherfucker you see that look like you. And then after that, it was just like if if he if it was a black guy in a cartoon. 
and that was sparingly. They put they put a, a it was a dude with dreads and then Ninja Turtles. It was short lived. Yeah, yeah, but it was he was there for a second. I think um, I, I feel like Will Smith was too. big for us for a little bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. Bad Boys came out, that was a big thing. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was like what ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, Bad Boys yeah. came yeah. out. Yeah. That, that was huge yeah. because you had these two guys. They were like still young, and they were at the peaks of their fame and then they came together and did an action movie yeah because martin was like i don't give a fuck no, yo martin was like martin. the biggest comedian beast then, yeah. right then yeah at that because he didn't yeah. stop making movies huh from it was he had a he had a busy period yeah. where he just kept it just Thin kept line making between shit. love and hate uh-huh. and then he did bad boys even yeah. before that house party one house and two party one and two before that he was in um 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 do the right thing mm-hmm. do the right thing you know what i'm saying and then he had the was it he had the the blue steel and he blue had like steel. a like so yeah he was he was crossing over maximum was he really like actually i, I rewatched uh the first two bad boys recently and mm-hmm. i was just like like he really like he, he kind of made that movie like was, yeah man like he yeah. like like i love will like he's dope but yeah, like, but Martin made the movies. because he played because he was he was the dude that was like just being a dad was like stay he he the one that just kept you on track, but then also had the fucking one liners and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. straight man. Yeah. But 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 he was also a comic, so it was just yeah. like you could tell he could do it in a way. Right. That was just different. and really Will he was leading Will because Will yeah. was playing off of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because Will, Will ain't just, no comic. He was Will a straight up muscle. Him. That was it. Yeah, he was yeah. The muscle. He would yeah. do all the action shit and talk to the bad bitches. But then like it was it was he was the grounded character. Yeah. He had a family, family he was yeah. doing yeah. his yeah. shit right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Martin was the yeah. shit, yo. People people don't really give him his like I be seeing a lot of comics. They don't really give that nigga his due, yo. You know, like Martin. A lot of what you see comedians doing in that period of the early 2000s leading up right before uh, the internet was a lot of Martin, like a lot of what we, how I viewed the dating world and how to interact with women and what it was to expect when beginning in a relationship was because of Martin Lawrence's standup, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence's standup. And then the show, the Martin show yes, with him and Gina, yeah, yeah. a lot of motherfuckers uh, perception of a relationship and how to interact with their girl you learn because like, you was a kid watching the Martin. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that was a hot time for TV because you had Martin, you had Married with Children, and you had, I think Fox had the like the craziest lineup. They had like in Living Color. They stayed Color, having a crazy Martin, lineup. Uh, married with, and Married with Children. Uh, Living Color, Martin, Married with Children. It was something else. Dude, it was just like back-to-back, like classics. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this nigga helped shape your adolescence. I was like I was like 12, 13, watching Martin, maybe. 11. 11, 12, 13, watching Martin and watching his stand-up, watching everything. I remember when um, Martin Lawrence, You So Crazy, first dropped. Was that when he had the big-ass leather baseball yes, jersey? bruh. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. First, The first time I saw Martin was, I saw Martin. It was way before Def Jam and all that shit. Martin did his um his HBO, I think it was, or half, Showtime Half Hour. When you talk about when you talk about murdering for beginning to end, yeah. murdering. Yeah. Then the his next fly joke, and it's it's funny because yes. that that movie the, came out in the eighties, but fly, the way he tells it, it doesn't matter if you've seen it. Yo, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hilarious because so, yo, yeah. I will not watch the fly to this day because that shit was disgusting. <laughs> This nigga was eating Twinkies and throwing up on his hand. Yeah. uh, uh, It was just disgusting. Yeah. So, yeah, you say he did the fly joke and all that. Then Martin Lawrence, You So Crazy came out, bruh. And it just, it's a clap. Like, Chris Rock, big him up all the time. He was just like, he He said he didn't want to follow him. Yeah, he was like, if it wasn't for him, then it wouldn't, he probably wouldn't have been, I guess, what he is now. 
Oh, Chris Rock? Yeah, because yeah. he just talks about that one show he did. Well, like, he didn't know who, I think he didn't he know who Martin like was. Riot. And Martin was just hosting. And then yeah. motherfuckers just murdered, and he had, he had to follow it. Yeah. Damn. Martin he had to follow yeah, it. Yeah. It was like Martin was, um, Martin was crazy. And they was talking, I saw this interview somebody gave. They said Martin was uh, Robin Harris's protege. Mm. Like it was shit. Yeah. I can kind of see that. And they now. said, um, I can really and see it was that. like, uh, Martin used to come down to a Where's room Martin that from? They had. He's from uh, either DC. He's from DC. DC. Yeah. But he said Martin used to come down to. The, I forgot the name of the room. And Martin used to come down to the room. Um, he found out about it because it was a room being run by a couple of comedians, but Robin Harris was one of them. Mm. And like a lot of them would be on the road and stuff or whatever. So then Martin would come down, and I think him and Robin connected. Mm. And Martin would go down there and murder. He murder and he became known going down there. He said, and then um, Robin Harris was supposed to be the original host of Def Jam. I can see that. Because his whole shtick was the, the audience, fucking around with the audience and stuff. Yeah. Robin Harris dies. So the one it goes to after that was Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. I don't know how true it is. I forgot who it was that was telling this story on, on social media. It was a comic. It was an older comic. Yeah. It was talking about it, and it was like, yo, you can see that. But Martin was fucking amazing when I was growing up, like yeah. crazy. Him, uh, Martin was, was heavy for me, and um, Eddie Griffin. Oh, bro. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. He's Eddie such, a, Griffin such an underrated guy. So, so underrated. And, I, and like, obviously – like he got into the legal trouble, and then I just feel like what media kind of kicked him to the curb. Well, like he like went bankrupt and a bunch of other shit. Wow. Yeah. But like, but he's and I feel like, like media kind of kicked him to the curb, and he was talking too much real shit at dude, the time. Did, did you at see his last? No, he still is. Did you oh, see yeah. his last special? You can uh, tell him I said it. Yes, yeah, Bruh. yeah. yeah. They're like, they're like 2018 or 17, somewhere around there. No, probably uh, like or 13 or 14, something oh, really? like that. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. Mm. that special. You can tell him I said it. Yeah, bro, he dropped so many jewels in that, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious as fuck. Um, Eddie Griffin, I remember when he burst on the scene mainstream. And that's a, that's the thing that somebody else brought out to. Um, uh, I was talking to somebody and it was, oh, it was Freddie Sheffield. Me and Freddie Sheffield, we recorded our episode. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about how now you have a space because like what Jerry and Eddie was talking about is like you have so many different avenues you can go, right? Yeah. Back then, because you didn't, you had but so many clubs, you had but so many HBO specials, uh, specials that they were giving out at the time. Right. There was no niche. You had to be good enough for them to go, yo, we're going to put you on TV. So you went through that, paying your dues to finally mm-hmm. someone go, yo. So when you saw them, like Freddie said, no, you saw greatness because they had to be great to get to that point. Yeah. Now you don't got to be great. Nah. You could just be All niche. Right. You, you could know how to work just, social media. You can find your group of motherfuckers yeah. and... And, and and build a living off of that. Whereas I look at it for me is like hashtag Nigo drop. When I was <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up, when I was growing brand, y'all got to do that. Now you just well, you were just like now nah, like you just find your yeah you find your hashtag yeah you find your you find hashtag Nigo jump. Like that's what made me growing up thinking I couldn't do comedy. Because people like, like I had people go like, yo, you should do stand up. And I'm like, there's no way I can be because what you saw was greatness. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers are destroying like Chris Rock. What you got here? Bigger and blacker. Yeah. Bro, when you watch that special, this motherfucker's murdering. He ain't skipping a beat. The you minute, like, yo, I've got to be like that yeah. Yeah. to get a laugh. Yeah. There's no way I'm doing stand up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and 
and that builds the cat that saves the that saves the um the integrity of the art it's i i i watched i watched these uh videos sometime on youtube um because believe it or not even though we talked about it wrestling kind of parallels how an art form because when you're on step when you're on stage you are either the baby face of the hill Mm-hmm. And you're also manipulating the crowd and you're listening to the crowd as to how they move. So to sit around and, and, and listen to wrestlers talk about ring psychology, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of psychology in comedy, how we build our bits and stuff like that. You are, you're trying to elicit. We're trying to elicit a response from the audience, whether it's a groan, a laugh, a moan, they're thinking or whatever. Right. So, dude, I was watching Al Snow. Remember Al Snow from the Attitude yeah, Era? Yeah. Who wants head? <laughs> yeah. Dude, watch his videos. Because he gives a lot of gems about psychology, about getting heat and getting the audience to hate you and stuff like that and how to flip and turn. But either way, he's talking about wrestling, right? So he did this this um, this tryout that anybody who wanted who called themselves wanted to be a wrestler did called the Ole Anderson tryout. Mm-hmm. So what you would do is the Ole Anderson tryout was 600 free squats, 400 push-ups. You would no 600 free squats. Then you would run the stadium stairs where the you know inside this coliseum, <laughs> inside where the the wrestling tryout was at. You would run the stairs up and down, up and down, up and down. Then you would get done with that. Then you would do 400 push-ups. No matter how you did them, he said you would start out with like 50 people. By the time you got down, you're down to 30, then maybe to 10, maybe to five. He said then after you did all that shit, then you had to get in the room to get in the ring. And then you had to like pretty much take a re- get on all fours, and the dude had to like sweep out your leg or whatever, and then put you in like in a rear naked choke. Damn. Right. Yeah. Put you in a rear naked choke, and then be pulling at your nose, your eyes, and all that. You know, trying to you know see if you'll quit. He said, and the motherfuckers would quit, and it would go. He said the reason they did that was to protect the business, so that if you really wanted to be a wrestler, you went through all of that be- to become a wrestler. Then you find out later it's all right, it's a work. You know, we're working together. This is all choreographed. But they protected the business back then because a lot of people assumed that wrestling was real to a degree. Mm-hmm. There's some realism. Mm-hmm. He said it protected business because if a motherfucker believed that I want to be a wrestler, they left that tryout going, fuck that. It's hard to become a professional wrestler. Yeah. And it's the same thing that should be with comp that back then with us looking at comedy. Yeah. You, you was able to see the great, the greatness of the greats and go, yo, if I want to do this shit, I got to be just as good as him. Yeah. And it weeds out a lot of motherfuckers. It's like, yo, either you're gonna do it or you're not. Now, now you, you can got the decent. You can yeah, now I, you got the average. You got chance to rap and talk about something. Yeah, I want to do, do try stand up. Yeah, it's like you got the average person. I think I'm gonna do it. It's like, dude, that was not the case back I in the tell, day. Blake Griffin's people, doing stand up. Exactly, he's doing stand up. I tell people go ahead. I like how he's, he's got a it. bit though. He's got a. I, he's got a. It seems like he's got like he's doing his homework a little bit. I just like but how. It's still like I just like how he's do doing it. it. It's the same thing with like uh, with, with Wayne. With like uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah, was like they really treat like Wayne with skateboarding. Like, oh yeah, they treat the shit like a hobby. They had they have a job than what they already mm-hmm. known for and then they kind of just do it i just hear about blake just he'll just drop in and like ask for time, time he goes shit. to comedy store because like, he has it. comic friends apparently but yeah like, and he seems like he's working on shit but yeah it's just but the people that actually like just like it like i don't care but the people that was like they want to try it i'm like go ahead yeah shoot your, mm-hmm. shoot your shot and then and then they, they shoot, do it <laughs> yeah but the thing is it should be a standard to where they go hey you know what this ain't for me you but could, now you don't have that because I'm not, I've, I've seen it. I, I've seen it where like being, I mean, Will Smith bombs. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna tell him though. <laughs> being being at uh, being at Dead Crow, I would see that. I got to experience a lot at that place. But yeah. like, 
It was like, a good gym of a club. to take his ass to Essence People, Bar in <laughs> Brooklyn. He probably kill. Go to Essence well. Bar. He might. He no, might go to. That's who you know. I go keep. to Footprints. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about that. Go to Footprints go in to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. What, is, what is it? What is, what is it? Essence, Footprints, and Linden Diner. That here. Yeah, those yeah. Are, those are the notorious places. Nigga, I'm, I'm one in one. And I'm 500 at Linden Diner, <laughs> Lindenwood Diner, bro. I got to go down. I got to get above. I got to get in the playoffs. I got to. <laughs> I gotta get above five hundred, my nigga. But nah, they it, it's is. I've literally seen one time a guy. He brought, he brought Dan in the whole room. What that crew fit like? One hundred ten, one hundred fifteen. Yeah, about one hundred ten. Yeah. He brought like twenty coworkers and friends and shit, which was a Thursday night on the open mic. He brought most of most of the room, and then we knew where all these people came from because they were talking the whole time. Mm. Once he finally got on stage, this girl just yelled out back, was like, "Ah, oh, he's about to go on stage. They all run inside." He fucking destroys four, a four minute set. Really, just rips it because really? all like, everybody just laughing at. Coworkers are there. Yeah. Then, then I see the same dude come out next week. Like I'm just watching him at at this point, and, and then he goes up, tries to do the same shit, just bombs, and then never. I never see that guy again. Ever. Never again. It, it'll work. Isn't that what Jerry Seinfeld was like? The fucking ecosystem works his way. Yeah, yeah. it'll clean. Yeah, it, it cleanses. It, it cleanses, cleanses itself. itself. Yeah, it yeah. does. But at the same time, I think with shit like that happened with the Dina Hashim thing. I think with what we have with all of these different avenues where people can share their comedy and write funny statuses and think they're just as good as who gets on stage. I think it kind of makes you're kind of lowering the bar for the audience. Mm-hmm. Shit, you know Facebook makes me more mad than anything when I see them. Like, oh, everybody wants to be funny. Yeah, well, yeah. they just they just try to be funny on social media. It's just like, oh, I'm hilarious. It's like, you know, <laughs> 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 it's like go do that, go do that shit yeah. on stage. Yeah, 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 cool. right. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or like coworkers, if like they, that don't know you do comedy, and you hear them talk about shit, or like they think they're funny, I'm like, nah, that's not. This guy's. I would, I would have somebody. Yeah, I would have somebody like. That's an awkward laugh. That's not a you killing laugh. She's when, uncomfortable, when, my dude. When people, <laughs> when people would like try to run shit by me or whatever, I'm just like, mm-hmm, it's cool. <laughs> that's what happened. Just like yeah, try it. It's like yo, go up there, give it a try shot. It. Yeah. yeah, nah, it's the same shit I be telling people when like, uh, they would come to me. It was either me or you. If you weren't there, then it would come to me. If it was like a risk, because there weren't okay, so there weren't a lot. There weren't a lot of black comics in the scene. It was, it was maybe four about of us. Four. It was four of us, and, <laughs> and we all crushed. Like all, all it was me, you, me, Wills, and Granger. All Granger at once. At once. We're like we were, we're, we were good. We were decent, and people would come up and they would just be like, I don't know. They would always have like a. They would try bits. Is what another comic uh, Troy would say. He's like, are you running bits on me right now? Like, is that what you're That's doing? That's what I would tell. I would. I was like, you're not having a conversation like, with me at all. You're just a, trying I'm to like, talk fucking, comedy. Yeah. Like, like, just fucking tell me. But it yeah. would. They, they would. They would try to run. Thing. They would try to risk shit at me. And I would just say the same thing I say to people. I'm like, try it. Let's see what and happens. And these are audience members? Nah, these are like comics Other or maybe comics. or maybe oh, okay. sometimes Mike's always people might say something. Yeah, but it's just like just they trying to do a risky joke. They will run it by me first. I'm like, try it. Just let's see what happens. Do yeah. it on stage. Yeah. <laughs> let's nervous, see it. nervous. Yeah. yeah. My thing is, if you, my thing is, you. I don't know. It's not. I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of half and half on that. But people will look like, at. People will look at. Since doing comedy, I've gotten more to just really listen to what somebody's saying. Like, yeah. I've worked. I've worked with like two, just just dumbass white dudes. I was from some small ass town in North Carolina, that said like nigga in re- everyday conversation. The thing about it, I realized with them, they knew not to address anybody in front of them that they would talk to. As in, they always be like, "Oh, them niggas over here, like niggas in my t- like ain't about shit." So it was like they knew. Mm-hmm. It's weird to even say 
Yeah. They knew how to say it. And so immediately only being around them for like five minutes, I'm like, obviously you came from wherever and yeah. black people was just like, All right, just just Yo. you learn how to say it and then but you know but they know how <laughs> Yo, I'm They're not crazy. That's yeah. the that, that's the crazy thing about yeah. it. I'm gonna tell you. They know they know how to like walk in their lane. Yeah, they, 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 they know, know how to be like, nah, yeah. I'm still cool. I know how to. I'm. Y- y'all ain't gonna check me. It's like, nah, because you know you ain't fucking stupid. <laughs> Yo, my car broke down. Wade, my, <laughs> my car broke down one time, right? So uh, I had to get a AAA, and um, I was stranded. And this dude, so we have we have to drive about we have to drive like an hour from where my car broke down to my uh the, the dealership where I got my truck from. This white boy picks me up. He's like kind of cool, you know, like, you know, white dude or whatever young motherfucker. So we riding in the truck. We playing rap and shit. So then we getting this hip hop discussion. And he was like, "Yeah, man, you know such and such who you listen to?" So I'm telling him who I listen to. I said, "I don't listen to none of this radio shit." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, man, you know cuz most of these niggas is whack." <laughs> and they I catch you sitting, off guard. Bro, I was sitting there like and I'm like, "Yo, he could feel it. Like, yeah. he got, I'm like, I want to knock the shit out this dude, but I'm stranded. <laughs> <laughs> he's got my, he's got me by the balls. Like, cause my car is on the back of this fucking tow truck. Yeah. So I just made it awkward for the rest of the ride. Like I was just like, I wasn't engaging him no more. And he yeah. kind of got the message. But bruh, I was like, yo, I want to knock the shit out of this dude. Cause <laughs> the way the, he just said it. Yeah. And it you know, and it was benign. In context, yeah. but it was just a, at the time, like we was dealing with a lot of racial shit going on yeah. at the same time, and it was just plus like, it was you, your car just broke. My down. car just I'm broke down. Thinking, There's a lot of now, frustrations. Now this dude up. calling me a nigga, and I can't. This say, said, are you saying oh, nigga? Like, and I'm like, huh? Yo, yeah. you <laughs> in the twilight zone? I want to today? fuck your heart up. Yeah. I was like, I was like, is this a test? Like, is it what, what would you do? Like, from, from ABC? The, Testing your the, blackness? Word up, word How up. committed to the cause are you? The Mexican dude just hops out. Yeah, just hops out. Hey, hi, I'm John Quinones from ABC. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he calls you a nigger. And your car is it's up so, on it's so How does weird. this make you feel? It's like, motherfucker. It's so, it's so weird, man. I don't know. They... Motherfuckers, they want to say it. You got Tom Hanks, son. That's, he's a rapper. And he be like, he like, I got the right to say it. Like, go ahead. What? Say it. See how far you get in your career. Yeah. No. Definitely. I will, like, I, I'm not really, like I said, it, it, he caught me at that time. But, like, when it comes to comedy and shit like that, like, my thing is, and this is this goes back to, I guess, what we talking about with Dina. This applies to Dina Hashim shit. Is, um, like, comics who were getting upset about her joke, right? My thing is, because they're mainstream, and they, I, my thing is, like, Who's listen. mainstream? I'm saying, like, she's mainstream right now. Uh-huh. You know, they, yeah, being on that show and everything yeah, is mainstream. Yeah. My thing is, as a black comedian, I'm not going to get too beside myself about what a white comic says on stage. Because guess what? I'm going to say what the fuck I want on stage. Because if you try to censor her, what you're doing is you're censoring yourself. If you're critiquing or you're saying her joke is this and that, you're censoring yourself because in the same token, you got you got comics who do jokes about white people. White people don't want to hear jokes about themselves all the time. Nigga, I got I got a. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, we got a catalog. We all got a catalog. You know? Yeah, we but got my a thing is, if you're going to tell, 15. even though yeah. we all believe that you know what she said wasn't bad and it was a funny joke, but if you get mad about that, all right, now you take your ass on stage and you say something about Trump supporters. Now, if somebody stand up and say, yo, shut the fuck up, they're justified now, right? Because what you're doing is you're making it you're making it where if you say whatever kind of joke on stage, they're gonna censor you next. Yeah. 
So why fight against your own battle? My thing is, uh, like, if she, if Dina, Dina said, not if, but she did, she said that joke. To me, I just looked at it as like she's pushing the art forward. Yeah. Because if she can get that joke off, nigga, guess what? The joke I'm going to say is going to be just as dark. Yeah. yeah. I want my shit to get up. But now you've made such an uproar that you made him take that joke down. Yeah. All right. Now let me do my Central Park Strangler joke. <laughs> Right. At a week in the cellar if I end up getting there one day. Right. You don't take that joke down because people will look at that yeah. and go, I'm advocating yeah. murder. And, and I'm not. And, and, and people want to push their own agenda on this stuff where it's just like, oh, OK, yeah, obviously it's it is unfortunate that the rapper died. But what a lot of people are trying to do is push the oh, look at this white person saying something about a black. Well, dude. she's not yeah. white. Instead of saying <laughs> and, his, and, his, and he kept saying that yeah, shit, too. He's like, she's, she's not, not white. white. Yeah. But of course, they're saying, oh, she's you know, she's fair skinned. You're talking that's about all you see. Yeah, that's you all see. you see. Yeah. And they want to push that agenda because they know that that's going to get the clicks. They're trying to do the right. oh, it's black versus white. No, it's just a, it's an interesting joke. It's a funny concept. And you got to let and it's people. A, and it's a crazy perspective. It's a crazy perspective. And you got to yeah. let people get it off. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you gotta, I don't know. Cause my uh, thing is, you know, if I, if I say my joke, I want mine to, to, you know, I want mine to be able to have its, its space. I want it to be able to, to be able to live. I like, yeah, I like, I like hearing people, uh, give like observations about black people. Yeah. Me I li- too. I like, I like, I like hearing, I like, I tell them like, no run that shit. Like I want to, I want to hear it. Cause yeah. when you have a, a, a non-black comic actually do a joke and black people are involved and I hear it, I go, yo, that was well-researched. What's Even if man? you don't like man, it, Andrew? that means you went on your phone and Googled something and learned more. Or you grew up around <laughs> black you grew, folks. Or you, yeah, that's you grew it. up around black folks. You know black people. It isn't lazy. I've, I've been to shows or whatever, and there's lazy, you know, racist jokes. There's jokes I heard that's Islamic phobic. There's jokes I've heard, but they're jokes. And the thing is, like, even from a space as a fan, I'm like, you know, as a fan of comedy, I'll go, yo, that's fucked up, but that's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people losing their shit over Nick DiPaolo special. I watched it. The motherfucker was funny. He said some mm. shit about niggas. I'm like, yo, <laughs> funny. <laughs> shit was funny. It's, it's, it's. I know motherfuckers like him. If you grew up in the Northeast and you've been around Staten Island and you've been around fuck, certain parts of Brooklyn and Jersey, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know motherfuckers like him. But the difference is he's funnier than them. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and then you could get your shit off. On a guy like that all the time, and then you just uh, I said what I said, you said what you said. We all good. Comedy is like the 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 you know the common ground. Yeah. So we come to get our shit off. I hike on you, you hike on me, and then that's it. It's a wrap. Yeah. But like you said, I I like to hear that shit. Yeah. If it's good, then if I exa- hear exactly, it. And, and and if they can like, and it's weird seeing us. Like, oh yeah, you portray it well, like well, like you know what I mean. Like if if it's run right, if it, if it is done right, it's like oh like you actually. You put a little thought into. You didn't go for just shock value. You right. actually went for like a. Hey, I want you guys to learn a little something because a lot of times it is. A, it'll be a white comic in front of a like predominantly white audience, and they don't get the observation. And I always I can tell when they clam up because they didn't know something that the comic knows. But the black people are like, yo, that's that's hilarious. That's, I remember that's that. True. I remember that's that time. Hilarious and that's and you, true. And, and, and that those are my favorite because it's always the white people are silent. And like the ten black people sprinkled around Start the crowd, laughing. Like, fucking balling, and then when, it grows because they look at them and they're like, "Oh, it's oh, okay to laugh. Oh, oh that's true." <laughs> it's like, yeah. ha, you remember? You remember when? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember when Rich Voss came through? Yeah, and it was literally—I think it was just me and Cordero, the only black people in the room, the, yeah. the, in the entire room. Entire We're not room. on the show. We're not. It's a very white town. Very, <laughs> very white. Rich. He, he just has like it was like a it was damn near like a one liner, where he would. He was like, he was like, yeah, man. They like black people always talk about white people like they crazy and stuff. He was like, yeah, man, white people they be doing taxes and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just hear me and this nigga just just laughing. 
hysterically in the back. It's yeah. a room full of silence. That's that's it. Yeah. All these other white people are just like just what? Who, 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 yeah, they just like what? What's because they be if phone. I if I laugh, then that means I'm the I'm the yeah, problem. It's, it's like, like nah, man, just fucking let it out. Like yeah. stop, stop it. It's to me, it's therapeutic. It's like this is some shit. Rich Voss yeah. is a white guy, just like Bill Burr. Bill Burr's married to a black woman. There's shit he knows about black people. Yeah, that yeah, if top, he yeah. says it, and you hear it, you're like yo. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. He got that from you know, first But my thing is, we, we all should have be able to have the, we should all be have, able to have the freedom for the attempt. Because even if those jokes, those jokes that they say, they're funny now, but when they first said them, they probably weren't funny. And they, you need to be able to have the ability These were to thoughts. Grow. These were thoughts. They were thoughts. And they just started out and they and they were able to work that joke and work that joke till it became funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? They should have that freedom. We yeah. all should have that freedom. But Hell, the moment, I mean, the, the people who are like the what we consider the legends now they don't even let their stuff out until it hits a special like they yeah. they, they pop into clubs they pop into these yeah. like low rooms and then yeah you have to go pay money and they lock your phone up and they do all sorts of stuff so it's like yeah we're trying to preserve this well, that should show that Meanwhile, should show how a lot of people are just like as soon as i say this at a mic i'm filming it and like and it's mm -hmm. like I mean, I, I, I get the idea of promoting yourself, and I, I, I love self-promotion, but at the same time, it's like, give it a second. Yeah, yeah. Run that, yeah. like, ten more times. Family right. and shit, they always be hitting me up, like, when are you going to put a clip out? I'm like, I don't really have, I don't have much of anything. Like, y'all don't, don't understand yeah. this whole process, and then also, I'm trying, I'm learning it at the same time. Yeah, and it's a gift, and it's also, like, having comedy and these thoughts that you have, people don't really look at how fragile, how fragile that, that, the gift you're trying to present somebody. It's like literally like taking a piece of wood and trying to carve it till it's just right. And then when it's right, you're like, yo, it has the right curves and the right symmetry and shit. And then you're like, yo, here. You like, you literally keep this shit to yourself. Like yeah. that show I went, where I said I bombed. It's like, I, I had jokes that I probably could have done that like worked, but you feel in, you feel some type of ways a comic on stage. And I could be wrong, but just from my observation is that, there's certain jokes you don't want to do until you feel as though that the audience is comfortable with you and get how you think, mm -hmm. and then it it gives you lease to go into more riskier areas. That's how a lot of really vets do. A lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when I see these motherfuckers was on wasn't on board with me talking about where I was from, so internally I was like, all right, well I'm not gonna really share with you what I really want to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I have this. I don't know if you you guys have it, but I look at some jokes like this is my introduction chunk you know what i mean yeah where you get to know me as a person and where i'm from and, and then it, within that you get my humor then once you're on board with that now i'm gonna take you on this other the whole yeah this, this whole journey of how i think and about you're locked shit. in because you wanted to be because you're already at this level now. right yeah you've yeah. already built you know like we were talking about before relationship it's a, it is the conversation like building their relationship mm -hmm. getting them that time and and there is a trick to it in doing it in just an hour or doing it in 20 minutes or doing it in like whatever amount of time you have to get the, the joke you want to say off because I right. feel like there's a lot of that too where I'm like I like these jokes at one point in time or I still like them but they're not that's not the gym I want to like I want you to like this right. but I'm going to say this stuff but I'm going to hold that, that off I, that I know works I know it works and it works for you because it'll get you in that safe space but then I want that two minutes or that five minutes to just be like this is this, this is what I really want. This is yeah, because yeah. because you, you're really we're really peeling back layers of our personality. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when I think about the shit that I got, I'll be like, yo, I'm literally peeling back layers of myself. 
and I have this that I really want to fucking say, but I don't know if, if I feel comfortable with you enough mm-hmm. before, you know, you get what I it's mean? It's not it's, just about you. It's about me. It's about I me. Want, I want, <laughs> I want, I want to feel, com- I don't need to let this out. Let yo, me, let me talk I say to that you. Sh- yo, I said that today yeah. on stage. I say it. It's part of my, my shit now, but I mean, the first time I said it, it was like, I have that bit where I go on, where I talk about the superheroes and shit, right? Mm. And then I talk I about like Bruce Wayne. I, ca- I yeah. caught the, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I, then I say about, uh, then I go, uh, the NFL and NBA is no more than a bunch of Bruce Waynes who own Superman. And I see, and you see like the, the audience go, ooh, like that was, like, I don't know if they that think was it's, light. Pro- if it's <laughs> profound, huh? Yeah, that's, that's light. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's like, I said that and I go, that one's for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I said after I go, that one's for me. I said, this shit, it can't all be about you. You know what I mean? I said, some of this is for me and some of it's for you. You know what I mean? But it's like, even in that, it's like, all right, I have these, because I talked to Rod about this. I'm like, I have that chunk of jokes where I talk about the characters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know they work, but I hate saying them now because I know they work because I haven't been able to explore my other real true feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The other jokes that I want to explore about of your personality. Yeah. I feel like they're being ignored and I just keep polishing this fucking thing here so then i threw that little bit in there to kind of like yeah this is for me yeah you know what i mean it brings yeah. me back it centers me it centers me and then it's like and if you like it dope and then and then that's a cool test of like jokes like that where you do have those testers where it's like how far can i go with you and if you like that all right, all right then oh i'm, I'm like, going here yeah, man. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And sometimes even letting them know that's like, all right, oh y'all like, okay, cool, all right, cool, <laughs> cool, freaks. So we like each other, freaks <laughs> in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not alone. <laughs> y'all assholes too. <laughs> I've had. I went down to Atlanta, like a year or two ago, and like I did. It was the first time I got to do a show in front of like black people around my age, mm. who were like, like young black hipsters into like whatever. Everybody's all dressed differently. Like, yeah, yeah. Real artsy people mixed in with like the the obvious like nightlife like definitely smiling and selling drugs and shit like that. <laughs> I did I did my I did my usual shit I would do in North Carolina, which was pretty much just talk about white people. So this is the wrong crowd to be doing that in front mm-hmm. of. It was like nigga just be funny, talk about some funny shit, and I bombed. But it was like three or four like dudes just came up to me was like yo that was funny as hell man I'm like what the fuck were you. Where were you at? But just realizing now was just like, oh, it's just just talk. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Some it's, people it's, want some people want You can't describe this fucking people, Yeah, you can't. Yeah. It's hard to describe some that comedy wanna, shit to people. people some yeah. people want to know you. Yeah. They want to yeah. get to know who you are. They don't talk at us, nigga. Yeah. They want to get to know who you are. And sometime also it's like it take people a while to get on board with with who you are. Say sometimes I want you to give them a little of what they're used to. And it's like, and we, when we're different type of niggas, like I think different, I'm not going to go and do like I said, I was in Philly. I'm not going to be Kevin in Philly. I'm not going to do Kevin. That's not me. You know what I mean? I don't do the comedy like those guys do. So it's like, I, when I stepped back and thought about it, I was like, you know what? It's just going to take me coming down here a few more times for me to get used to the room and for the room to get used to me because yeah. of the way I think, and the way I deliver shit. And it's like, all right, that's what's going to take. But I had a similar situation that happened to you where you said people came up to you after the show. Yeah. I had the same shit happen. I did a risky joke in front of older black people. And this was was, was a turning point in my shit was um, I felt like, I, you know, I bombed. I was like, yo, I bombed, whatever. And I was talking outside with a friend of mine. who She, she was, you know, could come to my shows. And her and I were talking outside. She's like, you didn't bomb. It was funny. And I'm like, yeah, but them niggas ain't laugh or whatever. Then I'm outside and they come up to me one after the other 
Because I do my, I did my Martin Luther King Jr. bit. I'm talking about when this bit was new. Mm. Did this bit? They're they're like um, they, they clammed up. Oh, that ain't right. Blah, blah, blah. When I did it, then I'm outside and they come up to me. Yo, dude, that bit was hilarious. They said that joke you said about MLK, hilarious. I said, I was like, why didn't you laugh then? <laughs> and they're like, yo, because you know, it, you know, it's Martin Luther King, and then no one else really laughed, and all that stuff. And that taught me a lesson. It's like, yo, y'all, oh, y'all just phony. Mm. Yeah. That's all it is. You're phony. It, it has nothing to do with me. I'm not the asshole. You are. People you are scared. Yeah. People scared You're of choking words, man. your own laugh because you want. It's supposed to be the first you, reaction, but you. you you want to look better in the eyes of other people that you're not this piece of shit when in fact yeah. it you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah. I love those moments though, especially when when like you can tell them they're they're trying to be reserved, but the one dude can't help it and just like loses it. And it's like, thank you. Like thank you. One honest human being was yes. like, no, that's uh, fucking yeah, yeah. When you would get you'll get the uh, out of the couple, you get the boyfriend and then the girl, the girl mad. Just, oh. mad. Oh. just mad. Dude, that's what yo, <laughs> yeah. dude, that's what I get with my relationship material I do. Cause the chicks are clam up, and the dudes are clam up too, cause they still trying to fuck. <laughs> it's like, yo, dude, yeah, I'm I'm up here for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause we don't talk about this shit enough. Like yeah. they don't know what's going on in our head. Yeah, you know what I mean? They just think that you know, if you get her, you've won. You haven't won. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, like you know, they they always keep us on our toes, man. It's like, nah, bro. Like you gotta let her know some of this shit we be holding inside. You have to. Yeah. I've been talking to somebody that about that before. I was like, oh, y'all don't understand what it's like to have a dick, do y'all? Y'all don't. Have no, no, don't. no, no idea. Yo, no, dude, no, no. because they are able. Women are able to shift their. They're able to shift their responsibility and how they're feeling and make it someone else's fault. Like, like the like the Aisha Curry thing that happened, right? When she said that she sometimes would like for somebody because you you hear how everybody wanted you to understand where she was coming from. It's like, nah, if you if we're in this whole thing about men and women being equal, guess what? She got to take those L's. Ain't nobody pushing up. <laughs> we got to take them. Nobody pushes up on us. You you just experience what it's like unless, to be a dude for unless, a while. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, unless unless you you popping you. If you, you popping, yeah. yeah. You understood. You understood, yeah. you understood what it be like. What, what it was like to be with your uh, your friend a little better than you. Well, yeah. It's more successful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just to be the friend that everybody know about. Was yeah. like, oh, what's up, Aisha? What's up? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Like, yeah. just take those L's. Ain't nobody checking for you. Yeah. Take those L's. Now you you expressed something that a man, if we was to do that, we'd be pieces of shit. Yeah. Hey man, ain't no chicks checking for me. Oh, I'm you need a try better. Try I'll married. See that. I'm married and I'm striking out left and right. Lie. Like I, I ain't gonna lie. I do that. I do that when I go on so like when I'm on social media and it's like if if a girl put like a like a thirst trap or some shit yeah. like that, I, I look at I look at the time when they post it. And I see how many likes. I'm just like, ooh, it's been an hour. You only got like 20 likes. Was it, mm, was, it, you was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it? Yo. And then Bet you're going to put them titties away now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Next you know it's deleted. Delete, yeah. <laughs> you try to show, hey, look, you, you try to show your boy. you just like, oh, where it go? Yo, but yeah, that's, the same go? Shit. that's the same shit of a dude hollers at a chick and she don't, and, and she don't respond. We yeah. we get toughened up from that shit. It's like, all right, cool. I will, I will, I will say this: women can't handle that. This they can't is, handle that rejection. <laughs> this is this is off of me just being like an airhead a lot of times when like realizing like like when won't, someone will just like come up to me like, hey, I want to fuck you, but it's like if I'm not feeling it, then mm-hmm. it's just like I try to let them down easy, but it's, it's, it's like that, it's a hard, it's a hard <laughs> having to tell a girl like I'm all right. That's pretty. That's pretty. <laughs> 
That only you, makes you, that only makes them want you more though, because they're just like, what the fuck? Yo, yeah, you just, did you just when they just straight out just say like, I want to fuck you, and you're just like, they want to talk cool. about male entitlement. That's women entitlement. The fact that you believe that if you approach a guy that he's supposed to accept you how you are, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like he's lucky. Like the arrogance, like, <laughs> like you're fucking arrogant. Yeah. Like, yeah, you realize y'all number us four to one, right? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing too. They don't realize it's like it's so many young women, man, who don't get that at all. It's like I'm seeing so many chicks who I knew when I was in my early twenties. Now that I'm in my mid thirties, who are desperate, and they don't realize how desperate they sound. It's like it's hilarious mm-hmm. how desperate, and it's like you're getting up there in age, and there's so many new models of you yeah <laughs> walking yeah, around every day and there's not many of me and you're desperate and yeah. it shows and it sucks yeah it's like you see how many you see how many chicks that put up fucking i'm uh get a woman that has her own and could do and it's the, them just throwing swipe. their resume out there it's like yeah. swipe, swipe. <laughs> like a, a young vibrant Chick don't have to do that. This yeah. lady, I mean, no, just chill. She yeah, hang out. skin look all fresh. Like <laughs> she doesn't need any of that. She started exfoliating young, so yeah, she just you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you got old bitches who just like women. Just <laughs> women are just like really, they're really like overselling me on a used car. That's all you doing, like. <laughs> This shit ain't straight off the factory I, I assembly see, line. Like, I see is, the miles on it, ma. Yeah, like, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> the elbows don't last me. Word up. Sure. They, they trying it. to roll the eldometer back. Nah, yeah. bitch, I see. I, see I know you trying to sell me a lemon. Like, I know what the fuck's going on here. Damn. Man. You know what I mean? That's why I be at, like, we be talking about, I be advocating, man. Like, these, these, like, you know, being Muslim, we can have more than one wife, more than one woman and stuff, man. I think every dude should have more than one woman. Because it really benefits the chick. I definitely, I believe it. Benefits it benefits them. It don't, it, it's not so much us, it benefits them. It's natural for us. It benefits them more so. What was you about to say? No, it's like I'm, I'm leaning more towards that now. It's just finding somebody that would be, be cool with it. <laughs> that would be cool with it? Yeah, yeah, and then it's like I actually believe them. It was just like, all right, you ain't going to go crazy if I just dip my toe somewhere else. That's pretty much all. That's pretty much just the dating world. I, what I'm talking about is, yeah. from my perspective of being of being Muslim, is that you know it's the responsibility of the man to maintain and protect women. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right. My thing is, you when you're in the dating world, like it's so many chicks I debated this shit with, like about polygyny, about having more than one woman and shit. Is when you're dating a motherfucker, you already in it. You already dealing with a dude who got multiple women. Yeah. All it's like, so it's a natural thing. You have so many dudes who are so called monogamous. I put that but in they my have head. side bitches. I put so that in like, my head with women too. Well, it's just like yeah, you're dead. Like I know you out here fucking. Like yeah. however you want to like. Chicks? Yeah, well, yeah. It's just but like it's, chicks. But this is the thing with women though. It's easier for women to settle down with one dude than it is for a guy to settle down with one. Yeah. Woman. Because women have been getting offers for dicks since they've been. So it's easier for them to sift through and go, okay, I'll take that one. Because there's a million of them, yeah. million motherfuckers who want to fuck them. When I look at a chick's followers on her in, on their Instagram and how many likes they get, that's how many dicks is being thrown at them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, cat calls have just converted to likes. That's all it is. So it's like... Or comments. Or comments. Or comments, or or comments yeah. likes. Or I, we all creeps. We be, you know what I mean? Or eyeball emojis. eyeball emojis. <laughs> I, went, I went through a phase. I went through a phase. A I, was just, I was just driving. <laughs> you send a gif? You send a, a gif inside the fucking... Inside the fucking the inbox and shit. Yeah, we all oh, creeps. Damn. We're creeps. We stay 
creeps because it keeps us fresh. It keeps our mind sharp. It keeps us, you know what I mean? Hunter's it keeps instinct. Hunter, yeah, yeah, it's like, yo, yeah, yeah. I'm still sexy. Yeah. But women, it's like, all right, they could sift through and go, all right, I want one. But it's like, a dude, we need, we need more than one. We do. We need it and they need it because it's like all it does is open up a, a, a pool of men that they can have. And I try to explain this to a chick. It's like, they look, oh, y'all just want. It's like, no. If you see a dude from an Islamic perspective, if you see a man and you want that man, as long as he ain't got four women, you, you, he can have, you can have him too. You know what I mean? And so many chicks are phony to be like. So you're th- and it's like the idea of like, all right, so if, if, he's got, if he's already talking to two women and they're happy, I can get in on that happiness. And he can handle that because that's what he's designed for. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because it balances. Uh, 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 having more than one chick balances a nigga out. Because it doesn't give a woman too much, a one woman too much power, and I had a I had an analogy that I uh, that I explained this on my on my podcast. I'm actually trying to turn it into a bit, but I was just like men. I said men, we love monogamy, like we love Madden, like we love John Madden football. Mm. I said most women who hear that will be like, well, you know, y'all love John Madden football, so you must love monogamy because y'all playing it all the time. I said, but they don't realize our relationship with Madden. I said, because I said, we buy Madden every year, not because we love John Madden football that much. It's because every year we hope that John Madden football will be a better game. (laughs) (laughs) And every year it disappoints us. (laughs) And the only reason we keep buying Madden because it's the only game in town. (laughs) I I said, because Madden has no pressure to improve as a game because there's no competition. Yeah. I said, this is exactly the same thing with a woman. You know what I'm saying? Sadly, if you have one woman, she's always, she has no incentive to get better. As a per- she, you're lucky to be with her until she know that you could get somebody else on your team and that you still have the ability to pull bitches. That's the only thing that snaps her back into, you know what I'm saying? And like, if we watch, like, oh, oh your woman, uh, like, she'll, she stopped doing all the things that she used to do. Then all of a sudden, she only do it on your 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 anniversary or on your birthday. I heard those. That's stories. exactly what Madden is. Yeah. You had the hit stick. She used to suck your dick. It's the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's the same shit. Yeah. And all it does is like, yo. But but every time you look at your woman, all you keep thinking about is NFL Two K Five. It was like and why was, and why that was the ex girlfriend that got yeah. away. It's like yeah. <laughs> it was like you know what. Gave us everything we ever wanted <laughs> in a game, yeah. and we thought it, and we took it for granted, and now it's gone. <laughs> it's like, so it's the same shit. So it's like, yo, it that, yeah. that's what monogamy is. It's like Madden. It's the same shit. It's they they abuse their power, and that's what chick they abuse their power. So if you only got one, she'll go abuse her power. She can cut you off from having sex. She can do all this goofy shit that dudes be sitting there looking all sad and emasculated. But if you got two women, it's always gonna keep them on their toes. My father had two wives. He had two wives for eight years. And he told me, he said, man, they compete in everything. Mm. They compete in cooking. They compete in everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it keeps it keeps the women on their toes because women compete with women all the time. Most of the shit they do to themselves well, not yet. is nah, because nah, of other nah, chicks. They, yeah. they, are, they are terrible yeah. at that. They are just vicious. Yeah, yeah because it's like shit. these other bitches ain't going to outdo me. So can yeah. imagine, ma- imagine being with two women yeah. who know about each other. Oh, my gosh. It's terrible. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. it wouldn't be terrible for you. It'd be no, terrible. no, no. For, for, it's for good. them. And then it's because it's, it's it, and it's like I said, it's it's a struggle for both because now they have to improve, and then you also have to like yeah t- 
pay attention to both of them. You know, you got to yeah. do, st- you got to hang out, do whatever the thing is. Yeah. But, but we want that. It's you know what I mean? And it's also very like, it's, I mean, it's, it's what animals do. And it's funny that it's like, people the way, forget the that more you talk about animals, it, the more you talk yeah. about it, it's like, oh yeah, shit, lions do this. Every, like, any and tribe, I mean, any species, yeah. any other species does some function of this. Yeah. And it's f- and like, I, and they're okay with it. And I tell, look, and I said, monkeys do this shit. Yo, and I said this <laughs> shit. Chimps, right? orangutan, they all do communities like, of this shit. You see the memes, right, that they post about get you a queen and build yourself an empire and to be a lion and a lioness. But they don't look at their relationship. The lion doesn't work. No, he don't do he shit. He fucks multiple lionesses, and he don't go in. He doesn't go out and hunt. The women go and hunt. Then they bring the carcass back, and he's the first one to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the only time he and he fights once in a while. Once in a while. Other once dude, in a while. Just a couple An- other dudes. Another like- alpha. Another a, a baby boy. A, yeah. a, a Jody. That's <laughs> like him. <laughs> He fights another Jody like him. And if he wins the fight, he gets his bitches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if that lion beats that lion up, he gets his bitches. He kills his kids. <laughs> yeah. And now he's got a bigger, he's got a bigger harem of lionesses that he can fuck and impregnate. His pride gets bigger, right? Yeah. Is what they call him? The, the fucking pride, yeah, the pride yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like. We're just not as savage. We're more sophisticated. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little from an, nuances like, yeah, yeah, from, yeah. From an Islamic perspective, God gave us a law as human beings and go, okay, you can't do what the lions do. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> this is what, <laughs> these yeah. are the parameters you can do that around. <laughs> but make this work somehow. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, how, that's interesting. <laughs> no, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, hoes better watch out, man. You got the... <laughs> Got the, got the old niggas teaching the new niggas. We got the rule book. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yo, man. Like I'm gonna tell y'all, like my daddy told me, man. Y'all the prize. You gotta realize that you're the prize because the older you get, you I have, realize that I you're have the prize. started to. That's that started early with me. It was it was it was the. We had like two Asian girls. Both of them were uh, sisters in uh-huh. high school. And one of them was just bad, just wild, overdeveloped. Just she had titties since seventh grade. So mm-hmm. like everybody stayed stayed in her face and like I I just stay was just like maybe always like the year after year after year I was just like maybe this year I get it maybe this year I get it and then one time I was just like you know what the fuck am I doing and so I just stopped <laughs> I just stopped paying I, yeah. I just stopped started ignoring and stopped paying attention to it and then she just started running in my face and shit like that I'm like oh this is the dumbest shit yeah that's what ever they do, bro it's the dumbest it's the dumbest that's shit what they ever do because they yeah. figure and you know why you know why she ran into your face. Cause she figured there was another bitch out there who you were giving your attention to. You want to, you want to hear something? That's exactly. You want to hear something? You want to hear something funny? Hmm. So, uh, this was this was like freshman sophomore year. I would sit with her because it got to a point where it's just like you know what we just chill or whatever. Like, we can talk and tolerate being around each other and shit like that. Then it was like how you you know with the lunchroom was like everybody's just there and like just offer some random interaction. Now you just have somebody you just yeah. randomly talk to at lunch. It was like a group of it was like a group of girls sitting at the end of the table, and so so like imagine I'm at I'm I'm sitting right here. There's a table right there, and they it's like four of them just sitting there. I didn't know they had beef with each other, mm. <laughs> these four girls, and then this this one chick right here. But I just happened to be like one day. It was like you know what I'm. A, I was like Yo, I'm gonna just sit over here because like they was it was cool or whatever. And she was like I don't understand why you want to sit over sit over there with them. And then before she could say anything else. She just locked eyes with it. Was just like, "What are you looking at? Why are you in my conversation for? Like, what's going?" They just start scrapping and shit. 
Yo. And you're the centerpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Not all this yeah. shit. My, my boy Rashard tried to be, he said, yo, I ain't got girls fighting over me. I was like, yo, don't don't put that on me, son. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that don't put that on me. I was like, yo, that's why I was just like, dude, yo, girls is great. Yo, yeah. dude, women women only wants a, a nigga that other women want. Mm-hmm. There was a chick I had that I had a crush on, right? And she would didn't give me the time of day, would try to play me out, all this shit, right? It wasn't until she saw the women, other girls or women or whatever, giving me the time of day or, or really like, oh, you're cute, such and such and such. Then that now she wants to be in that circle. Yeah. Because like what's up with him? Yeah. They only or it's want like the, thick, the 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 common joke where it's like women only want you when you're in a relationship. Yeah. See, it's like because nigga, where was y'all you know, six months ago? But you know why? <laughs> Yo, that happened to me. When I got married to my wife, right? When I got married to my wife, all the women who I was dating or trying to date or getting to come, oh, I want to see you, hitting them with the WYD text and mm-hmm. all that shit, who would shade me. As soon as I got married, yo, they was coming around like a motherfucker. It's like because the thing is that all of the things that women look for in dudes to, to settle down in a quality individual, you only find in married motherfuckers. Mm. A motherfucker in a relationship. Family-oriented, responsible, gainfully employed, more than likely, right? Handling his business, handling mm-hmm. his, You find that in a married motherfucker because we've gone through the whole phase. Single niggas ain't trying to be set. They, they, women compete with the, to get the single motherfucker because they want to be the pussy that, that brought them down. They want to be the one that go. I'm the one. That's what he they beat chose, their chest about. And yeah. that's when he chose me out of all you hoes and bitches. Not knowing he's still fucking the hoes and bitches on the side. But they want to. They want to feel for themselves that they're the one who took down this bucking bronco who was just going around and they corralled them. Mm-hmm. That's all. It, it's a pride thing for them. Right. But in the end, more that dude becomes more attractive to more women because he's a solid uh, man. He's a he's he's in manhood now, right? Yeah. So it's like he's a more viable. And as much as they want to deny it, that's what it is. They become more attracted to you because you're handling more responsibilities. Your mind ain't ain't, ain't on getting pussy now because you're you're uh, focused on other stuff. So then now you're gonna have more chicks finding you attractive. Mm. Everything a woman is looking for in a dude, you find in a married dude. You ain't finding a single motherfucker. Single motherfucker trying to get his dick wet. That's it. All the way, trying to get your dick wet. That's all you trying to do. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But once you settle down and you good and now you trying to buy you a house, you trying to do all this shit, now these bitches want to come. Yeah. Because they want a piece of that. It's in them too. It's not so much us. It's in them too. They are attracted to motherfuckers who are stable. Yeah. When I was single, I wasn't stable. I was trying to hang out and fuck. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. Until I like got into my mind and got more into my religion and stuff. And then I was celibate for a minute. And then I was like, all right, I need to get married. But all before that, that's all you're trying to do as a dude. Yeah. And they don't understand this. And I've tried telling my sisters, I've tried to tell any woman I know. <laughs> when like, they be like, I don't ever know what guys are thinking. Like, fucking. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. 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 The only reason we get a house or get, or get anything is just so that we can funk. It's fuck somewhere comfortably. to fuck. Yeah, somewhere to fuck. <laughs> fuck yeah. comfortably. All yeah. right. Now we have kids. All right. Now they have to have somewhere to that watch whole, TV yeah. so I can try to fuck yeah. while they're watching TV. <laughs> Yo. I'm right. trying to get some ass. <laughs> Your whole existence as a man is trying to get some ass, and then after you get some ass, it's like, all right, I have to pay this bill so I can continue to get ass. Yeah. And I have to buy food so that I can be satiated after getting ass yeah. beforehand. Like, your whole existence is just trying to make your woman comfortable so that she can give you pussy. 
if you break it down to brass tacks, that's yeah. pretty much it's what that, it is. It's that shit when people yeah. be like, at the end of the day, you, you, you're going to pay for pussy. Like, yes. You're yeah. paying for it. Yeah, you but you're either them. paying the long game or the short game. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. if you buy, if you buying pussy, like if a, a prostitute or whatever like that, then you Airbnb in the pussy. Yeah. yeah. I'm married. That's Getting a mortgage, my nigga. I'm yeah. upside down in that shit. Like, <laughs> I, I, am, I am in a mortgage. You dating motherfuckers? That's you renting, you leasing. That's yes. it with an option to buy. That's yeah. that's yeah, what it yeah. is. That's all it is. You are really paying yeah. as a dude. But the thing is, like, all right, what you know, what type of quality? You know, what type of quality human being or what type of quality woman are you gonna get? And that's what it all comes down to. Like in the in in our book, in the Quran, it calls a woman a tilth. A tilth is is similar to is like a garden. A tilth is something you put in it and something grows out of. Mm. So it's like it's a garden, which in other words is real estate. Right. <laughs> yeah. Your woman is the is the most important real estate you're gonna have to choose. Investment. She's she's an investment. Yeah. And I say that in a bit. I got a bit on stage, I'll talk about that. And I say you sit down, you sitting across. Really internally what we're thinking is, is this rent to own? Is this a month to month lease? Mm. Some women are, you know, timeshares and Airbnb. <laughs> you be Airbnb and bitches like <laughs> you like this you is what this is how we share. think. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's different levels. It's like all right, so you decide what you want, and based on her and and women just think that they all are worthy of being that chick. It's like look, they don't understand. We have standards too. We sit there and look at you and go nah, nah, yeah. I don't see this shit. in a long haul. Yeah, you ain't about your shit. What you yeah, doing? yeah. That's why. I t- <laughs> I told I told this other I told this comic friend of mine I said um I said yo why are you concerning yourself because he was telling me about how like you know when you first start talking to a chick and they start hitting you with their issues that they got going on oh you know I ain't got no food in the house or my this and that like I'm talking about you just texting them back and forth y'all ain't right. fuck y'all ain't did nothing yet but they already telling you about what's going on with them yeah and he's like feeling some type of way about it like he feel like he's invent oh because I'm talking to him maybe I should. I said, nigga, why are you getting beside yourself about an Airbnb? Mm. I said, if you was to rent an Airbnb, right, <laughs> and, and a gutter is off the house, would you go, damn, I got to fix this gutter on this Airbnb? Yeah. It's like, no. It means that the owner of this Airbnb is not maintaining their house properly. It takes <laughs> that is, that yeah. is not, that, shit, yeah. that is not something I should it's be concerned with. Yeah. Yeah. That, that takes a, that, that took me a couple of times to just realize, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't like talking to you. Like yeah. We can't. Yeah. We can't talk. Even your problems that you have, I don't even feel like giving you some type of answer to it or my opinion on it because I just don't. Yeah. Just I have you, no. Cause this don't concern you, me. Yeah. It doesn't. It, you're not vested. Like they th- they try to make their problems your problems to be. You know your their problems is your responsibility to solve mm. for them. They want you to solve their problem, but they don't want to listen to any advice you give. <laughs> Solve my problem, nigga. Give I don't me, like that. Give me this like $40, no. this $60. No, I, don't, I don't like But that. if you go, like, hey, you know what? I don't <laughs> yeah. think what you're doing is good. Uh, who are you, my father? Yeah. Like, apparently, apparently you want me to fix so, this gutter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you, oh why the fuck God. should I buy food? It all boils down to where you want to eat. It's like, I don't know. It's the, it's the same shit. It's like, yeah. literally, it all boils down to at some level. It's like, I know the thing we should do because I know how to get to this point. But you're either going to do it or not. And now it's just like, this isn't worth it. You know, yeah. what I mean? you gotta change. Some sometimes you do be like, I gotta change. Yeah, but they don't think they have to. Yeah, it's accept me for I, how I am. I gotta am. change. I gotta do this. I gotta do the growing. I gotta get the. All right, let me let me get this right. Let me let me get this finances in order. And it's like to get. It's funny. It's like you do all that. Just uh, I don't know. I I've always said this. It's like all these dudes. 
like Bill Gates has done what he's done to talk to some chick who works at like just like this fucking his it, local it, Wendy's. Yeah, at Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Women don't have to work his, that hard. In the back yeah. of his head, he's still thinking about old girl from high school. He's like, I get this. And it's like, you realize that you're at such a level. You don't, she ain't even, she ain't even a, in your league. She's still working at what you call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. But as long as she got pussy, she will believe she's always in your league. <laughs> That's the arrogance. Because <laughs> the there's a nigga from IBM that's in the DMs right now. Word up. <laughs> <laughs> She's just finished doing a double shift. Yeah. <laughs> smell like my yeah, baby. It smell like onions and, and yeah. French fries and shit. <laughs> she got that collared shirt. That's smell, smell, like, smell like bacon. Yo, I bacon swear to God, went, girls from Newark are the only, uh, they're not the only ones, but they're the ones in my life that they don't have, like they cannot have shit and make you feel like shit for having shit. You yep. get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like you could be in a car pushing up on a chick stand on a bus stop, and she will make you feel like you broke than a motherfucker, like what you got ain't enough. Like, you don't even have a car. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are ca- catching the bus like, <laughs> you got in the dead of winter. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to check yourself, like, why am I talking to this bitch? Yeah. Like, the audacity. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, shit. You got any closing thoughts? Hey, we, you know, do we have any? We, yeah, like we've covered, we've run, co- run the we, gamut. We've done it all. It's a crazy. We went from nerd shit to just hotels, and I like it. I'm, that's I'm what. That's what. That's what. That's what happened. I had. To, I, had I to, like this energy. Though. I had to it's check. Uh, I had to check Quan one time. Somebody yeah. put him on speaker. And he was. He was on. Shit. He was just like, uh, like, what's going on, with my brother? I was like, he's up, Quan. It's twelve o'clock. It's too late, Bowler. It's too, it's too Look, like, No, it was the afternoon. I was oh, like, afternoon, Quan, too, too early. Like, it's too afternoon. Oh, it's too early. Too early. It's like, it's like I've only, I've only spoken to Quan like Quan Wiggins a couple of times, but like I felt comfortable off telling him, I was like, not right now, man. Not, <laughs> not right now. Not right now. Not right now, Quan. <laughs> Yo, not right now. These are conversations me and Rod have. Like, we, yeah. have, we would have like I'm talking about like two o'clock. In the this morning, is this is when I first got here, and I was going through like, now nah, I'm gonna do it. And I was like, Yo, I hate this fuck city all these goddamn commit like i was just frustrated about everything yeah and then we talk to this nigga and then he was going on about a rant i'm like this is hilarious <laughs> three four o'clock in the morning i mean i'm mad upset just, yeah. just like, going upset just, just going, going on i shared his same yeah content. and then we just be talking just two just two yeah. jersey niggas in a in a fucking diner somewhere just talk mm. yo that one time it was me you uh fuck gordon and ryan Gordon and who? Gordon Baker Bond and Brian um Ryan who? The uh I think he like Puerto Rican like Latino or something. Curly hair. Ryan Goatee. I think he's like active in Jersey City. Where where were we at? We were at the cellar. Ryan Roman? Ryan Roman? Yeah. That, okay. We were just just bugging. Bugging out. Like I'm one like somebody actually walked past and tried to make a comment was just like, Oh yeah, they're having a ball over here. I'm like, Shut the fuck Shut up. The fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. it's just like man, Jersey, those, Jersey niggas, man. Yo, it's, having that, those, having those similar, having those conversations, man, and just talking about shit. Cause we, being from Jersey, you just have a different perspective on stuff, you know. Like fucking being Gordon, a, being a stepchild. Gordon fucking celebrated Jer- a Jersey being like, what was it like the number one, number two, least most? patriotic, <laughs> least patriotic <laughs> country. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey is something else, man. Yeah, yeah, it's something, it's something else. I dig yeah. it, man. Yeah, but yeah, we ran the gamut, man. I appreciate this. This was uh thanks for coming. This through, is man. very uh, cathartic. <laughs> <laughs>
This is, you know, got some shit off. Was able to talk about some stuff. Hell yeah. yeah. You know, I've, uh, I got to have you on my shit. I got to right. have. Yeah. Is yeah, it right for me to plug good. that? Is, no, is yeah, good? yeah. We, we usually let people plug all their shit, whatever they got. Oh, going okay. On. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were doing like shows, but since we since we've been releasing them a little later, we just say like whatever your social is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Any projects you're working on, shit yeah. like that. Yo. But yeah, his podcast is dope, man. It's really like I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that episode with me, you, and V Lentz. Yeah. Oh man, That's I had V Lentz mad. Yeah. That's my girl though. Yeah. I had her yeah. mad. Yeah. Cause V, cause I like I literally. You made her voice crack. And you dude, was like, I, I did mean, it. I yo, started. I did. I said because I was because I what happened is that was, one out right now. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. I put I put them out, baby. I put them out. Uh, it was the one. Uh, uh, um, is uh, reparations for Dolazal. <laughs> I think that's episode like thirteen. <laughs> Reparations for Dola's Island. Yeah. We was just we was touching on mad shit, and uh, me and V, we were talking about some. We were talking about gentrification. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and she made a point, and I wrapped around and used her own point against her, and she got upset. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Just meet in the middle, right, V? Read in the middle, <laughs> and she was like, I hate you. Because <laughs> my thing is like with women, like my thing is like with with um. I'm not intimidated to go. And like I say, V is a very good comic, funny sister, intelligent and everything. But in the end, she's still a woman. And it's like, for me, I grew up with a lot of sisters. So I'm not intimidated to go back and forth with oh. someone of the fairer sex. You get what I'm saying? I'm yeah. I do it with my wife all the time because I've grown up, because I have an innate thing with me. Because you have a lot, of, a lot of brothers who just, oh, yeah, well, you know, the women, that's how they think. And they just mm. cower. And it's like, dude, I've grown up around. I'm the did, oldest of nine, my I nigga. Did like, that, I did that shit the other night. Which <laughs> it, it was me, you, Dara, and um, short, short. Oh, black. oh, you talk about uh, uh Onika mm. with Onika, yeah. She said something, and then something triggered in my mind. I was like, I think this relates. I should shut up. I was like, Nah, I'm gonna say it. And then as soon as I said, it, she was like, You know, they ain't had shit to do with nothing. I'm like, You right. Yeah, yeah, he coward. And then, and then he, was, he was just like, nah, like that's why he did it. I was just like, nah, I'm just shut, I'm just shut the fuck nah, up. Yeah. Nah, don't because the thing is, like, why, why do that to yourself? It why was do the, it, for that one specifically. It was more of like I was just saying, I was like, nah, I was just saying something. But then she said that because were you saying that where you just like, no, I have this innate thing of like I grew up with sisters, so it's I grew like up with sisters. So I'm gonna yeah. argue. I grew up with having. It's, it's not even arguing. It's I have an innate thing where I actually listen to women and what they say. Mm-hmm. So, because I've been listening to women my whole life, I had no other choice. Like, I'm outnumbered. It's my mom, my aunt, my my great aunt, my cousin. I felt I felt that way about all the aunts and shit that I had. Was just like it was just, it's just now. Yeah, they outnumber you. So it's like yeah. you sit and you actually listen to the hypocrisy <laughs> <laughs> and the double talk. You actually listen and you're like, when you listen and you really compute the way we think, yeah, you go that don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> And the only way that they're able to get you is like when we was with me and V yeah. is with an emotional argument that make me feel like I'm wrong. They want you to make you feel wrong, yeah. even though you're not wrong. And the thing is for you to stick to your guns and go, nah, I'm not wrong. And that's really what a whole relationship with a woman is like. Your woman is always going to test your mettle as a man. Now, now. To I'll, see if you're going to stick to your guns. I'll you do stick it. stick to your guns, nigga. I'll do it randomly where it's like, it's, it's almost unconsciously. Where I, I, I went and got coffee with a girl. Mm-hmm. And so it was like getting the coffees. I was about to pay for it. And then she was just trying to be like cute or silly or whatever. And she was like sliding this like little snack off to the side. Like like Oh, like, for you to pay for it? Yeah, like she wanted it. <laughs> now I never I never have a problem with it. It was like whatever, but for some reason right then and then I was, was just like, I was like, I'm not paying for it. just just without a 
not even skipping a beat. I was just like, I'm not paying for that. And then it was a, it was an awkward three seconds where I was just staring at the the cashier. She's like, what is going on? I'm like, two coffees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because she was testing how far, because that's what women do. They push your buttons to see, all right, what, how can I maneuver? And then when you like this stalwart motherfucker where it's like, all right, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then they like, okay, I can respect it. That's what they do. They, they're going to test, going to test, going to test, going to test. Yeah. And then what happens is if they make you a sissy, then they don't want you no more. Yeah. If you're a pushover, they don't want you no more. And they'll cheat on you with a motherfucker who don't give a fuck about them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to be able to stand your ground. Once you stand your ground, they respect you. You know what I mean? But you just can't cower out. And I think that's what a lot of us do as men. We just cower to whatever is going. And that's why you see a lot of these henpeck niggas mm-hmm. that's around who... Who? Henpeck. Henpeck men. It's like they kind of just pander to women and whatever women say or whatever. It's like, oh, my think, thing is, like what, remember we talked about pussy. that with the, with the feminine, with the male feminists and stuff. Guys mm-hmm. who be like, I'm a male feminist. I'm a male feminist. I said, I don't trust the motherfuckers mm-hmm. because a male, a guy who's like, yo, he's so like, I'm a male feminist. I'm a male feminist. Like to me, he reminds me of a dude to me. They the biggest creeps to me. They feel like a, yeah. a motherfucker who will steal something from you and help you look for it. They like, those are the ones that women really got to look out for. Yeah. It's like, because I'm they a man up, and I respect women, but I don't have to agree with you all the time. It'll be the male feminists that end up being like the fucking, the, yeah. the, the fucking Brooklyn rapists. Or but some that's shit what like they that. was talking yeah. about with, with y'all was brought up. When we were talking about Louis. Yeah. They was like, that's the thing with Louis. It was like, Louis was, you know, putting himself out to be a, this feminist. And that then this, all this shit start coming out about him. Yeah. But it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, you gotta, you don't have to hate yourself as a dude. To uh, put dudes down to respect women, you can still respect women. I respect women. Yeah. You just don't. You can treat them like human beings, which they are. Yeah. But, and but I don't have but to. The thing about treating someone like a human being is also holding them accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, now, because now, if I, if I treat you, if if I if you're always right and I'm always wrong, you're not a human being. Right. You're like a thing a, or some an some, idea. You're an idea, and it's like no, you gotta. Get checked on your flaws. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta check you on your shit. Like, and that's really what you gotta let me get mad at you. And that's what <laughs> you, gotta, yeah, and you that, gotta let me get mad at and you because I'm pissed. And that's part yeah. of manhood too. Is that yeah. they don't really want to accept that too. Is that that's the that's part of our job is the checks and balances to keep them in, to keep them in line. Especially when you you're gonna understand when you get into a uh, uh, like a marriage mm-hmm. is that your responsibility most of the time as a man outside of being a provider. And protective from an outside force is also you protect the motherfuckers from themselves. You know what I mean? You can be like, yo, that's not, you know, I don't like where that's going. You're an advisor. Then eventually shit keep going down a certain way. You like, all right, I gotta put my foot down. Because yeah, you're yeah. protecting your shit from going under. Yeah. It's like a business. You know what I mean? Like, yo, all right, I don't like the way you're running these books. <laughs> yo, we got a merger coming up soon. <laughs> And I gotta make sure this shit on the up and up. Don't make me regret giving you this position. Bitch, you right fudging now. these numbers? Are you fudging these numbers? Are you, are you, are you fudging these shits? Like, where did this gotta, bag come we, from? We gotta, where the fuck did this bag come from? We got an audit. There's we an gotta, audit coming. There's an auditor coming. And you fucking up. How are we gonna have this merger? I'm trying to make other moves. You just don't wanna see me win, do you? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is a hostile takeover. It's spiteful. Oh, yeah. And now you working backwards. Like, you, you got a motherfucker working against you. Like, nah, you got to kind of 
You know what I mean? That's part of it. Like he said, you got to hold motherfuckers accountable. Like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's the same thing I do. I got daughters. I got daughters. One is 18. The other one is uh, 21. Mm. It's like I got to put in their head about the world. It's like I'm not going to. This world ain't for, you know, ain't going to deal with you with kick gloves. Yeah. So yeah. as your father, I'm going to have to, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to give you right advice. Right. And I'm going to have to tell you about the, like, anybody have any girls, like, they're my stepdaughters. It's like, but I'm telling them about, we get into, like, look, look, this is how a man thinks. And I'm not saying that, to, I'm not telling you that to subdue how you operate. I'm just giving you foreknowledge yeah. so you can understand where a nigga coming from. Put you when on you game. say something. Yeah, 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 put you on game. That's what I try to do with my sisters. It's the same thing. It's like, yo, listen, dudes think like this. I'm giving you inside information. I'm not telling you you should, you know, you should cower out to a dude, I'm just telling you, like, yo, if a dude say this, this is where he's coming from. Mm. This is his perspective. This is how he's seeing things. You know, sometimes they want us to adjust our shit to how, like, nah, you know, we see things a certain way, you see things a certain way. Yeah. The whole thing is about what we were talking meet about. Meet in, in the middle. Meet in the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Find that common ground, argue it out, and then you're happy in that little spot. Yeah. But it takes work to get there. Yeah. It but takes a little bit of work. People don't know. They want, they want these dudes to be all, they want them to guilt themselves. Yeah. And to be, <laughs> well, but, I, just, I want some pussy, so I'm But the way you say it, it's like if you guilt them into that way, they ain't going to want you. So yeah, it's like, it's why, why is it like you're working against yourself and me at yes, the same time? Yes. <laughs> you you're not even up. fulfilling your, your position as a dude. Right. That these chicks would want and feel comfortable around. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you're not a man. Yeah. You, you know, so you're, 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 you know, I don't know. Women don't understand how much power they have. They set the market. They set the market as to how we operate. You know what I mean? And then we adjust ourselves accordingly. You know what I mean? So yeah. if <laughs> like uh like I remember a chick like we were talking about earlier about how women will do something and make a decision about something and then they'll make you feel responsible for what the, the decision that they do. Like you see all these chicks with fake bodies and fake titties and fake ass and fake this and that. How many times have we or fake hair? And it was like, yo, how many times have we told, especially black women, we love you the way you look. And they'll go, no, you can't tell me what to do with my body, blah, blah, blah. I do what I want, such and such. All right, cool. Now, they'll go and get all the fake shit, right? Then they'll go, we go and do this because this is what y'all like. It's like, no, nigga, we don't like yeah, this. We don't. How long have we been saying we There's don't like this? one nigga that don't like you, so now Yeah. You all you really doing is keeping up yeah. with them, with the other goofy chicks. Yeah. But we've been telling you for the longest. We don't like that. Like right. I, I like flaws. Yes. Look <laughs> that little you're cellulite grounded, on the back of the grounded leg in reality. It's hot. The yes. tiger stripes. The <laughs> if I see the tiger stripes yes, popping the up, stretch the marks, my nigga. Ooh, that means you grew Sexy. into that ass. Yes. <laughs> He's just like, that, that ass has a backstory, <laughs> not a receipt. <laughs> there, there ain't no billables behind that ass. Yeah. There's there is some childhood trauma. <laughs> That's heritage. Yeah, there it is right there. Yeah, you that's got homegrown. <laughs> well, what about the what about the ain't nothing better than a former fat chick, a girl that was now nah, I've learned and got small yeah. but still kept the fat girl personality. Yeah. I've learned, I've learned they that, are the best. I've learned to see what it's Humble. like when a big <laughs> and fine as fuck with no knees. What is <laughs> <laughs> that's in that episode. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing going past that. <laughs> this has been Negro Jump. <laughs> Hashtag Negro Jump. Hashtag Negro Jump. <laughs>